Hey, this is Hulk, and this is what happened last time. Gunshots led us to the Fire's Heart docks, where we found Pyrian paladins fighting off undead cadavers that had risen from the lake. Some of them were orcish, and at least one of them had an eclipse tattoo. We spent the next several days in the stores of knowledge in the cavernous library in town. Other than giving me a chance to mess with Lucan, wasn't much for me to do. Zan did find some information that may lead us to the Shadowfell. At night, we spent most of our time at the Blessing and Barrel Saloon. And at the end of the week, my new drinking buddy, the Governor, tore a strange platinum piece out of my cloak. Don't know how long it'd been there, but Relop said the magic surrounding it reminded him of Ferdowin's skin mask. We left the coin with a cleric in the stores, and then the next morning, we took a boat south on Lake Umbrum. As we approached the southern shore, we saw the ruins of Meridor in the mist, and in it, a party of orcs. You're floating towards the ruins of Meridor. There's a mist on the water, and you can see in front of you a bunch of orcs that are apparently alerted to your presence. You hear some yelling, and it's very clear coming over the water. Roll your initiatives. I understand orc. Is there any chance I could catch what they were saying? I do too. I was actually going to see if I could understand. I understand broken orc. You hear something like men initially, and then it just gets loud back there. They're all sort of yelling at once. So someone yells, men! You know, like, ah. sort of alerting the fact that this boat's on the way. So you guys, guys, I think they know we're here. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably somewhere in the range of 120 feet. Going at a pretty good speed, so you're you're quickly moving that direction. What, how is this boat? Like, I was assuming it was a rowboat. Yeah. Who's, who's sitting up front, just so we know? I imagine that Relop is in the back, because we kind of talked about he probably wasn't doing as much rowing, simply because of his size. I mean, I would 100% be rowing. I mean, I don't know how I big mean, the boat Khan, is. Khan would be rowing. Probably too. be good to know who's up front, because they're probably going to start I throwing stuff at you. I'll be in the middle, between the two rowers. Looking okay. over, can I see the bottom of the lake? It's kind of misty. Okay. You okay. kind of got the mist coming up from the evening. It's a little bit silty. Mm. A little bit of maybe kind of dirt sort okay. of running through. You're at the throwing of, of the javelin, but it would be a disadvantage. You're at the long range. I will hold off and wait until I get into short range. Okay. And I'm going to say Viatoros help me to see if I can understand what these orcs are yelling. Okay. All right. And Holg? I'm just going to draw both my swords and ready until we get closer to the shoreline. Okay. A few javelins start coming your direction. They're all throwing at disadvantage. If you allow it, I'll use my shield of protection on one of those hits. Well, that's on um, if they're aiming at somebody else, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Apparently, I'm getting all the attacks. <laughs> <laughs> um, a bunch of javelins come come flying through. Some of them come relatively close and sort of hit the water, splash next to you. One of them hits Lucan's shield, and then as soon as ever, he kind of goes, oh, you know, and bounced off. Another one catches you underneath the your breastplate, in a sense, hits you for. Get you for nine. Hmm. He did actually crit on that. That, that, oh. was, that was crit damage for this <laughs> nice. I am very underwhelmed. <laughs> so all these javelins come flying through. One of them bounces off of a shield, and the other one <laughs> sticks into a con. Why is getting poked? <laughs> Phrasing. 
I'm always getting Relax. stamped with. Okay, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, cast mirror image. Okay. So I mean, they would be on the water. That's a good question. <laughs> cast the hut, and Actually we'll just have a hut too. floating to the shore. The, uh, <laughs> takes ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> or if he has a prep, ten rounds. I think it's kind of within my area. Oh, sort, sort of, of right now, be sort of maybe a, a little bit in your space, and they'll spread out once you get to me. Right. Okay. Now we're just rolling up with a boat full of relapse. Merc. Pretty fine. Mm. Uh, is rowing the boat an action I can take? Yeah. Speed it up a little bit? Yeah. Okay. I mean, we're already on fire. Like, we might as well just get there faster so we have less attacks coming in, right? You know, it makes sense if it's moving. You know, we started at 120, and maybe we could, you know, drop 10 each time along the way. I don't know. Is there anything I can do to make it go faster? You could maybe double that for the last turn. So I think if we get to Zan, maybe we could say that we're down. If we started at 120, down to maybe, let's say, 60 at this point. He got you oh. to 60. With that push, he gets okay. you to about 60. Oh. So what what am I seeing of the forces that are on the beach? Like, how many of them are there? How close together are they? A couple of them are running back and forth. It's like they're grabbing things, but you can see that there's a good row on the, on the shore standing there with big axes in their hands, okay. just kind of waiting for you guys to get close enough. Okay. And they're kind of snarling and, and pushing at each other. And So there's javelin throwers, a space, and then the axe throwers. No, it looks like the javelins probably came from these guys. Like okay. they threw and then they had they picked, they tossed their axes down, threw these things, and now they're waiting. Okay. For you and, and they're at the water line? They're probably, let's say, 10 feet up the beach. Okay. How many are there? It's hard to say in the mist, but there's at least over, there's over six of them for sure. There might be as many as a dozen. Hmm. There's not a lot of cover from where they are. It's just that the mist is kind of like moving in and out. So Zan's going to stand up on the back of the boat. She's going to hold her sword into the air. Uh, She's going to have the sword tipped down, but it's going to alight with the white radiant fire you've seen her do before. She's going to push it from the left and then cut across to the right. And I'm going to create a wall of white fire flame in front of all of them between the beach shoreline to that wall okay. of fire right in front of them. 60 okay. feet by 20 feet tall. Okay, nice. Great. White <laughs> flame bursts up at the beach. That's cool. And she's and like, go, go now! <laughs> like trying to push it towards a cover for us as we make our way okay. in. And then she's going to grab the javelin out of Lucan's shoulder and throw it in the water. And I'm sure that's concentration, right? Yeah. And then you you don't get to move it once it's down. Is that, is that right? Nope. Does it stay? Okay. Yep, it stays. And then one side of it there's going to be fire damage to the people. So I'm going to put it kind of right in front of them. Uh-huh. So they need to make dexterity saving throws. Okay. And they'll take some damage by being right in front of the fire. And right as soon as they right. go into it the one way, they will take the damage as well. Okay. So it is a DC 16 dexterity saving throw for all six of them. And what do they take if they miss? It means a level four spell, right? It's the, it's the highest one I can do right now. Oh, nice. 20 points. So half to 10 okay. of radiant fire. You actually see one of them fall through and, and you know the axe, with the axe and just a flame, one of def- one of them is definitely dead. The other ones you're not sure because the fire's in front of you. Yep, she's trying to block line of sight to us as we make our approach. And you hear more yelling beyond it. Do we understand anything? It's, it's orcish swearing. So you're not going to repeat what they're saying <laughs> <laughs> on this PG podcast? No, <laughs> Lucan, you're like, oh, helmet. <laughs> Foul, <laughs> Throw it off your Goodness. head. <laughs> the they kiss their moms? Do they have moms? Jeez. I'd be so disappointed. All right, Lucan. So at this point, Merck's pushing us a little faster. So we'll say when we get to your pass, we're looking at about 40 feet from the fire at this point. 
I'm just going to hold. Can he push row two, or is there only one rower? No, every, everybody could row. Okay. I mean, well, basically, there's probably three sets of row. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'll, so. I'll row. I'll row harder. All right, so we'll make it when Hulk, so Hulk at that point, because he, he helps with the rowing, you're about 20 feet from the fire when we come to your turn, which means about 10 feet to the edge of the water. And and now you definitely can see, like you're about to beach. You can you can see right. the kind of sandy bottom. It's a little bit rocky, but it's it's clearly sand. So, yeah, don't you have that necklace that allows you to breathe anything? You just flop in the water until there's special force to this thing. Mm-hmm. You missed your opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> It's dangerous to go alone. A water full of undead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, full of zombies. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I will, like, drop off the side, start working. It's kind of a D-Day thing going on. I Mm -hmm. like it. All right. Literal covering fire. So, (laughs) Hulk plops off into the water, and it's way colder than you thought it was going to be, right? But, you know, (sighs) very brisk. Giant firewall. Bracing. The water is bracing. That'll that'll warm your eyes up. Unless that doesn't create heat. Uh, it does on that side. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. You do uh, distinctly, those of you that can understand orc, you do hear one of them in orcish say, fire witch. Mm-hmm. And their orcish, by the way, is very guttural. And it's, you know, very, uh, it's sort of like everything they're, it's like they're yelling it as it comes out. And it's coming through their throat as they talk. You can completely understand it, but it has a very, everything's sharp sounds. It's like he t- they take everything you say in orcish and they just... Push it out of there. Like Klingon? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm. Okay. But nobody comes through the firewall. We get three laps turn. Uh, so now we're pretty much beaching. Comes up onto the sand. Okay. Can I see through this wall? Or no. Is it just... Okay. Hold uh, slow until I can... You know, if the wall drops or on one side. Ready in action to cast I mean, low. they're going to probably pour okay. it on one side or the other, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So we're waiting to see them and cast slow. All right. That means it's more strength. I guess I get out of the boat rather casually and walk up and just <laughs> wait for the fire to drop this my sword on my shoulder, just waiting for something to happen. <laughs> <laughs> just like <laughs> standing, just Merc standing there looking up at this, this firewall sword on his shoulder and Zan. Everyone ready? Drop. (laughs) Drop. Okay, as soon as it drops, because we had a held spell, there are actually two packs of orcs at this point, and they're clear. You're close enough to where the mist is not a problem from where you are, and they had separated, and they're way farther than you thought they'd be. Like, these things can move fast. And so you've got basically four on one side and three on the other. You see a couple of bodies there. So there's more than you weren't sure how many were there. It looks like you're looking at seven at this point with a couple that had been downed by the firewall. So four on one side, three on the other. And from the way they're moving, they probably would be able, both groups are going to be able to converge on where Merc's standing by the time they go. Because they're just booking it. How far apart are the two groups of orcs? I mean, approximately 60 feet. Okay. They they were going to the edges. They were almost Mm -hmm. about to come around the side. These things are aggressive. They completely, like, go into a charge. Okay. I'll do uh, slow on the group of four. Okay. Uh, Dex save 15. Half of them visibly slow. The other. So two of them visibly slow. Two of them don't. And then I'm going to fireball the other group. So go ahead and roll your damage. Okay. White ball of fire. I forget how good that is. (laughs) White ball of fire goes flying towards the other group. 23. All right. Of those two, so this wire, this fire just hits and it's like a, an explosion almost as all this sand and uh, 
you know, just rock that was over there kind of kicked up as they are running through and just burst into flames. And two of the three just kind of skid forward on fire, and then the fire goes out and they stop moving. The other one roars as he continues to run. The fire bursts uh, from him. He definitely takes damage, but he kind of, like, runs out of it, and he's Mm -hmm. still coming your way. Okay. So we're down to one on that side who's been damaged by the fireball. Two slowed, two not, one damaged on the other side. They are all roaring and brandishing these giant axes. It's Lucan's turn. Lucan's going to get Tempest out and throw it at the group of four. Okay. They, you could probably try to get it. You don't know you'd catch all of them, but you could probably try to catch at least two of them pretty, pretty easily. Okay. If you kind of went for one of the guys in the back and they're coming at you fast enough to where you could do it without, without disadvantage. All right, 20 to hit the main target. Hits. And then the, anybody that gets caught in it has to make a DC 13. Guy that gets hit from the javelin, he's gonna take seven points of damage. And then the lightning is uh, 11 points of damage. Lightning comes through, makes a, a slight thunder crack. As it flies, it catches the guy, the, the orc in the, in the, right in the chest, and he just, he just sort of stops where he is. It's like his feet sort of stick out in front of him. And he, and he sort of flies forward. The other one catches the lightning, sort of jumps aside. It definitely hurts, mm-hmm. and he sh- kind of shakes it off and, com- and continues to come your direction. What, what color are these orcs? What's uh, their skin color? Mostly they're, they're, they're pretty dark, almost blackish. Some grays, a little bit of green hue. It's almost like if you took the colors that you typically see with the, because you usually with high orc, you see they might have a blue or a green is very common. Okay. It's similar, but just darker. Just a lot darker. Mm-hmm. They have like war paint and stuff on or anything like that? Yeah, actually, some of them do. You, you can see some like shapes on their face. They don't look to be okay. anything intricate, just like, you know, wipes of some sort of color. Are they wearing armor? Yeah, mostly chainmail. Chainmail. It okay. doesn't look to be horribly great quality. Okay. What they're wearing is crude. I mean, it's certainly passable armor and weapons, but it's it looks very crude to you. Primitive sort of. Alright, so he drops the other one, keeps going, and then hold, you got a turn. So we've got one that just, just evaded lightning that's pretty much closing on you guys. Mm-hmm. I, you know, he, he was affected, but like it didn't take him down. We've got two that are slowed, and got one coming in from the other direction who just jumped out of a fireball. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I will stand next to Lucan, uh, plant my feet, and wait for the one to get within engagement range there, and I'll take a swing at him when he gets within range. Okay, the coming from the lightning, right? Yeah. Okay. They go next, so you can do it right now. Okay. Just kind of stands there, takes the charge in a sense. We have 16 hits. You come in and, you know, he's he's got his axe readied. He's about to come in and swipe at you, and... You're going to go for his torso while he's got his arms in the air. Uh, that'll be 24 damage. Okay. He just basically, you just stick your, you don't even use both hands, right? You just stick your sword, short sword, up into his, under his ribs. And he's still running. Like, he's just coming as fast as he can. And you sort of step out of the way. And he kind of bounces off of Lucon's shield for a second. And then just falls back. And his, his axe just hits with a huge thud on the ground. You're welcome, Lucan. <laughs> <laughs> the one on the other side comes up. He's the one that had come from the fireball. He's charging towards Merc. So Merc, he's going to take a swing at you. You know what? He does it. He comes in and overswings. I mean, they, these guys are just kind of berserking almost. And he just comes in and 
blindly swings this axe your direction, and you just you've been standing there with the sword on your shoulder. And, and I still stand there and just hits. Yeah, you literally just sort of like you, you kind of take a little bit of a step as he comes through, and redirect him as he kind of passes you a little bit to kind of turn. You know, he's just turning around. This is a, at this point too, like you're just seeing these things up close. You'd, you'd seen a, a dead one on the dock, but you hadn't necessarily seen an orc in action before. And they're all just all teeth. The one that is looking at you has kind of a pig nose. They don't look exactly like you know. A lot of times, I, I think I mentioned when you guys saw it on the on the dock. Most of you guys have sort of thought of orcs as just sort of being more high orcs, but it's a very clearly a different thing. They're kind of monstrosities in a way compared. You know, it's like like a mockery of the high orcs. The other two, because they don't, or they're they're just slowed. They can't quite get to where you you are this turn. They're on their way over and so one of them has a javelin on him and he's going to throw it into the pack. The other one must have been one that threw his javelin. Hulk, he does actually catch you with his javelin. I will uncanny dodge. Okay. Would I have been able to pr- use protection on that? Yeah, because you, you, he pr- he's purposely was right next to you. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so throws it, bing, hits the shield. And I turn to Hulk and say, hey, you're welcome, Hulk. There it is. <laughs> I wanted that. I'm going to give you a nice little pat on the side of the <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's those. That's the orcs at that point. So, Relop. Right. You got two of them slowed right. and one of them kind of standing among the pack there. The two that are currently on us, the one that went through the fireball and the one that caught the lightning damage, can I figure out which one's hurt more? Or? Uh, the one that caught the lightning damage, uh, Hulk just Hulk took care of. Off. So the uh, so other other than the two slowed ones, the only thing you got left is one that had come from the fireball, and he just swung it. Oh, I thought one missed. of the other fast So he's guys pretty close through. to you. Okay, huh. I'll light up the laurels of victory, okay. and two into one that went through the fireball, and then one at one of the uh, slowed ones. You're pretty far away. I suppose you could do that, right? Yeah, 120, 120 feet. You're still yeah. on the boat, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so you're gonna kind of like. Relop and Xander still on the boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. The fireball guy, well, 21, and then. Hit. The other one does not, and the other guy eleven. No, no. Okay. So, the, but the first one did hit the guy in the, fi- the, the fireball guy, right? And yep. he was injured. So tell me, ten points. All right, corkscrew. These other the, these other corkscrews go flying around, but that one of them zips right at that guy. So he's basically looking up at Merc. They're they're really hunched. They're probably as big as you are, but they're bulky and hunched over. And he kind of looks up at Merc, and this thing just sort of hits him right in the side of the face. It kind of lights his face like a jack-o'-lantern for a second, and he falls in front of you. Excellent. Merc's turn. Is that it? That's all you guys got? I thought I wasn't going to fight. Jeez. (laughs) Two slow ones. I will run. Are they within 30 feet, I guess? Yeah, at this point. Yep. I'll run up and try to... Gauge both of them at the same time. Okay. Yep, you can do that. 21 ahead. Yeah, it does. So Mirko's running by as you two are bantering Holgan, Lucan, and he go, he kind of runs by. Uh, excuse me. Uh, he's got this. I put my swords away. <laughs> 14 points of damage. That guy drops. And at the second guy, 23 ahead. Yep. Only 11 points of damage. Okay. So the first one drops, and you know, just he basically comes up and just like beheads him, and then he comes back over and catches the other one. But it's sort of it's actually fortuitous for for the orc because it just it just happened to still be moving in that kind of slow motion, and it wasn't you weren't used to the movement, and uh, it wasn't where you thought it was about to be. Do you have one more swing you want to make? Since I am not going to use my action surge. That would give me two more attacks. It seems kind of 
And Seems to be the frugal move at the Zan, moment. Zan, there's still one with Merc. Yeah. So she's going to hop off the boat. She's going to make her way over to Lucan and Holg while they're like talking to each other and he's patting his face. Did, did one of the orcs say something to me? I heard it say a name. What did, what did it say? Uh, Fire Witch. Fire Witch? All right, well, that's unnecessary. And then Sacred Flame, the one that he's fighting, oh, is kind of gosh, offhand. Sure. I thought we were going to have a big conversation. No, she's, she's, I was like, wait a minute. I'm doing you? the funny joke, and then she's casting <laughs> gotcha. a spell offhand. All right, so sorry. a Sacred Flame to them, which is a dexterity saving throw, which they should be at minus two on. All right, it's just the one left. Yeah, just the one. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Natural one, too. Okay. All right. Uh, so nine points of damage. All right. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it sort of <laughs> turns, and it's like slow motion looking at Murky's look. You know, this one looks very different from the last one, too. Like, just the, the facial structure is not the same for these for these things. Some of them are really sort of gaunt. Some of them are a little bit piggish. Some of them have these really broad jaws. And then light just sort of bursts from, you know, the side of him, and he falls over next to you. So Merck sort of stands there, looks back at the pack. Everyone okay? Are you all right? Luke yeah, on? I'm fine. Okay, I'm fine. As you're standing there, there's again, it's a little misty, but it's but it, the real mist is coming from the water, and so it's not anything that's getting in anybody's view. This place, there's a few stacked stones here or there. There's actually one partial arch that's still standing, and a couple of you can kind of see where foundations were, mm. but there's really okay. not a lot above ground here. Most of it is just the very last remnants of, of a ruin. And from what you had kind of heard, especially from the information that Relop had been given, you're probably going to be going underground for some of the stuff that you might mm. be looking for. You do, however, see that there are some skeletons sort of roaming the area. And we're not going to do any rolls on them because they're literally like, it's just like a loose skeleton here or there. Mm. And so it's, it's kind of like third season of Walking Dead where you're kind of like, oh, excuse me, and you sort of dispatch the skeleton because there's, they're small numbers, <laughs> but they seem to be just sort of like coming up out of crags in the ground. They're, you know, they're just sort of loose. Some of them are, look to be maybe human sized. One of them you do find is like an orc skeleton. Sure. I want to search the orc bodies for pocket change and or uh, tattoos, preferably both. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, Lucan checks his soul sword. He doesn't have any tallies, does he? Um, These didn't generate tallies, did they? He does. Yeah, he did. Does not. Yep. Okay. They did not generate tallies. Also, you didn't kill anybody, so yeah, you know he, who did he kill? That guy doesn't count. Not the javelin, right? Yeah, what was the javelin? He didn't count. It wasn't a sword kill. <laughs> Whatever you had to hit, the ones that were slowed. Because <laughs> all the rest of them were dead. <laughs> Doesn't have to be a sword kill. Any kill will make the tally. Oh, you Commodus. Hey, listen, if it's not a sword kill, it doesn't count. Are there any knock tattoos? That's a very good question. You do not find any knock tattoos on these bodies. How about some loose pocket few, few of them were a little charred up, so might, you know, it might have yeah. been a little hard to see. But um, we get some copper off these guys. Yeah, pocket change. You, you find two gold, six silver. Most of them don't have any pouches on them. All right, so we're standing here. We've got a few skeletons that seem to be... Hey, Walking uh, around, they'll sort of pop up and come your direction. And Hey, Relop, I thought you had a pretty good idea where this temple was. I should be able to get a vague idea as to where this place is, right? Yeah, you'll have to get your bearing. You know, Let's start looking around at the foundations and try to figure out. Because, you know, usually if you got a map like that that's kind of setting up an urban setting, there's buildings to look at, and then now you're looking more at just foundations. foundations right, so it's yeah. a little harder to it's tell. It's hard to get the layout, but poke around and see if I can't piece together where exactly I need to be. Okay. Investigation? Um, yeah, go ahead. Uh, can we assist them or anything? Sure. Is everybody walking around? Or are you, sure. are you like uh, sure. walking together or are you separating up? No, we're or? staying together. 19? It takes you 
probably about 20 minutes of sort of walking around and every, you know, everybody's sort of talking it over. You've kind of right. got this map out that you were given. You do see, as you're investigating for that, you do see lots of footprints, orcs. They've apparently moved around here. You've also got skeletons that move back and forth, it seems, too. And so that's a little bit, you know, you, you think about like, well, maybe I can see if they're coming from a certain place, but they're just everywhere. Like, there's just feet. Right, right. Everywhere. Kind of come to a point where you recognize that there's a little bit of a circle in the ground. And most of the buildings were more rectangular in, in shape. And you know that the circle that you saw on the map was marked as Venifer. And so that's promising, and you start to kind of look at the rest of it, and you go, oh, okay, and you get kind of a little bit of a feel. You do see, too, that there was a, something marked off catacombs, you know, and, and a cemetery above, and that seems to be primarily the direction that most of the skeletons are coming from, and so okay. it all starts to make a little bit of sense. So you start walking towards the, what you assume most have been the tower, and you actually recognize that there's a little more disturbance around the, it looks like maybe people have been digging back and forth. You're not quite exactly sure. You know, there's no open holes. It looks like it's been, things have been packed back up. Okay. That makes sense. Like they were digging and then they put, they filled in the hole again. Right, right. This looks promising. What is it? I think the entrance is where all this uh, disturbed earth is. So someone else has been here? Uh, I don't know how recently, but yeah. You know, what kind of? Undead and orcs are around, so disturbing yeah. the ground. Footprints and like you're talking about, like more like people have been digging, right? Like not just kicking dirt around. Yeah, this looks like a concerted effort, not hmm. just kicking the dirt. And is it like the orcs are digging? Uh, don't it's know. hard to say. There's so much yeah. foot traffic here. and there or footprints around, but it's all messed up in here, so I don't know what's what. Do we have a sense of the orcs that you know welcomed us to the uh, area? Uh, were they like a scouting party? Were they a hunting party? Did they have camp gear with them, or do they seem to be like short range patrol? Yeah, there like, was there was a camp. Like you can see that they had a fire. Okay, they had you know places where you could if you kind of look around that a little closer to the beach, you can see that they had people had slept there. What did yeah. they have like pelts? Were they hunting? Were they? Did it look like they were doing something specific? I guess in relation they, to this, did it look like they were? Did they have equipment? Did it look like they were digging. There's like bags of you could call it food. You know, it's like yeah. gross yeah. stuff in bags. You know, like hunks of half putrid meat and mm-hmm. things like that. So it looks like maybe they had been planning to stay, but other than that, there's not a lot of clues with the with the camp that's there. Sure, just trying to remember back to where it was based on this. That if it sure. seemed like they were trying to excavate or if they had. Mm-hmm. something with them that might lend us to that okay there were three things on the map right right one, one of them was the was the tomb of variamas one of them was this where it said venifer and this you think you found that and then because of where venifer is that arsa you, you feel like you have a good idea of what that looks like when you head north kind of northwest it might be that the Variamis like would be more that direction, kind of where the skeleton, where the cemetery or you know that uh, the tombs would be. It's actually a little bit hard to tell because it's not horribly flat here, right. so it could be that something's down the hill that direction. And the orb is where, so, where supposedly the orb? in the tomb of Variamis. All right. So based off the tower, if we're assuming that this is the tower to Benefer, which other landmarks closer to Arsa or the Tomb of Ariamas. When you look at the three of them, you think it actually kind of makes a pretty, pretty perfect triangle, pretty evenly 
distant from both of them. Okay. Let's see if we can't find this, uh, the Arsa. Alright. We could check all of the places and see which ones are easiest to get into first. Yeah. Kind of get a feel for where everything is. And then figure out which one's easiest to get into. So you head over, and again, there's really just one part where the land sort of drops off, and so you you don't have a distant, uh, you know, good view beyond Mm -hmm. a certain point to your northwest. But otherwise, it's relatively flat at this point. It just sort of has this sort of ravine that it goes down into almost. When you go, you kind of figure out where you think the, you know, if there's a building that is marked with this, with the name Arsa, you find where you think it is, and you don't, it looks much less disturbed but we're uh we're kind of assuming that this is underground the yeah if there's I mean, any at this yeah. point it must be because the, if there's anything here like there's nothing here nothing other here. than yeah so yeah. can we see like foundation. foundation or the outline of it at least yeah and again it's it's, it's just a rectangular building is it a temple to arsa or is it a library of all or? it said was arsa it didn't okay cool so i uh I want to, like, personally, Merck would have probably would like to poke around that a little bit more. Okay. Just just looking for anything that looks like any kind of entrance. Go or ahead anything. and roll, roll investigation with uh, uh, say I'll also kind of look around it, sure. make sure if it's been undisturbed, there might be possible traps. Mm-hmm. 17, which is about as good as I'm going to get. Okay. He's going to make an actual uh, <laughs> trap check, too. 10. No, it seems um, digits. Can I roll for investigation on that, or yeah, yeah, you go ahead. Ten. It's this seems pretty un- uninteresting in a sense. There's not a lot here uh, for this this part of the map. All right, it's still didn't. Let's go. I'm not finding anything either. Then I take it from there. Let's go. Skeleton kind of wanders your way. I was figuring Zay and Luke were kind of following around them while they're investigating and just skeleton hunting. <laughs> well, that's disappointing. Yeah. Where to next? We can try to get the Tomb of Variamus and see if thinking a lot of this is going to be undisturbed, but we can at least take a look at it. How far is it? What's the distance between like the Arsa and the... Probably just about a quarter mile each. Okay. So, so I mean, it's... like, from... If you were standing at one, you probably could see the other, with okay. the exception of the fact that there's a part that's that sort of decline, obscured right. by, the, by the land. All right. Well, let's go check out the Tomb of Variamus and... Figure out which one we want to kick into first. Well, did anybody bring uh, shovels and picks? Did the orcs have shovels and... No, Zane looked, looked for stuff mm-hmm. like that. Well, we'll cross that road when we get here. As you start heading northwest, you can see that the land turns a lot more green, you can, you know, which is what you've seen out west. But this is a little more arid. It has some grass growing here and there, but there's not the lush vegetation. I mean, and this has been here a long time, so you would expect it to be pretty overgrown. Like, there wouldn't be much to see anymore. But for whatever reason, it's, it's not as full of vegetation. But you see that it starts greening up, and you start walking to where the, the, the land starts to decline a little bit as you walk that direction you start to hear some noise and at first it's sort of a little clanking noise Mm. and then you hear muffled voices excellent all right uh i'm gonna motion for him to keep quiet and i'm gonna gesture that i'm gonna walk on down try to get a better look when you go around do like a core relief go like look come back look from a different side come back out and then come back that way you can see more size of a little minimizing your risk. Maybe roll your stealth first. That will be a 29 for stealth. Ooh. Nice. <laughs> nice uh, stealth die over there, buddy. All right. <laughs> I'm so glad he rolled that for you. All right. You walk down and you, you basically 
walk what you think is actually past where Brelop had said the tomb should have been, but you're just sort of following the noise and, and you're kind of walking out and around, trying to keep a little bit low. There is a little bit of grass, and so you can try to use a little bit of that to keep yourself hidden. And the sun's not quite up when you guys came. It was pretty early, and at this point, we're not in the full light of day. You basically see a tunnel dug into the side of, because it becomes almost like the side of a hill, and you see a tunnel looks relatively new. In fact, you see a shovel laying on the outside of it. Can we hear at all, or can we try to listen? You, you might hear a few more clanks, okay. but then, again, they're muffled. Okay. How uh, uh, inch closer to the mouth of the cave can I understand if there's any conversation going on right now? Or? So as you get closer, you do hear Orcish again. It's really just they're basically talking back and forth about what Merc is looking for. Do they say what Merc is looking for, or so? But it's like, what is Merc looking for? And they and the other one says, "I don't know. I don't ask." You've been with these works this whole time. <laughs> you son of a! Wait, I am so confused right now. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to sneak over, take that shovel, and bring that back with me to the group. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was going to do that. <laughs> Roll your stuff one more time since you're kind of getting close and Clang. getting bold. Uh, 21. Okay. Bye. All right. They don't seem to hear you. All right. And shuffle my way back to the group. <laughs> so we should look for the shovel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mess. Comes walking back. Man, I shovel. hope we find a shovel. Oh, hey, oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Again, kind of crude. You know, it looks, uh, the, if, if you were to start recognizing orc craftsmanship from the weapons and the armor that you saw, it looks kind of orky. Yeah, it'll still work. It's a couple more orcs digging in a hole. Said something about looking for something for Merc. What? What? Yeah. So, uh, when's the last time you've been in the area? Uh, I've been here as long as you. I am sure you misunderstood I don't think he did. I think maybe he needs to go introduce himself. I think I do too. And we're asking questions instead of direct murder, or well, it depends on the initial response, I suppose. Right. I hand Merc the shovel. Might want to see if they want help. Take the shovel and. How many did you say there were? Uh, At least two. And you never really saw them either. You just heard heard their voices were coming down the tunnel. And they said my name, Merc. They said Merc. I'm sure there's probably plenty of other mercs in the world, but... I mean, this is the made-up name. It could be anybody. Yeah. Well, if you hear a bunch of shouting and yelling, you know that diplomacy uh, has failed. And uh, <laughs> Well, we're all going to go. I'm just assuming that you were just loudly shoveling with them. Or that. You know, whatever. And we're all going to go. Well, it might be some exciting fireworks. <sighs> I guess. This is strange. Maybe you have an evil doppelganger, too. Well, that'd be exciting. <laughs> it's not as exciting as it sounds. You guys could start a support group. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I probably wouldn't let mine go, but <laughs> some pastries, tea Hulk, in the corner. Hulk would enjoy evil Lucan. They're like, oh, hey, I like this guy. It's a guy I can relate to. He's <laughs> got a goatee. A goatee, and he's a high work. All right, head on down, I guess. And are you being stealthy, or are we just walking on? Nope. Uh, we've got Merc, so the stealth's not really an option. I don't stealth. <laughs> you want to scout ahead again while we're going there, just in case? There's like ten of them that show up or something? Or you want me to be your herald, too, while we're at it? Or? I just go in to the tunnel that they have started digging, and... So and we walk into the tunnel, then? 
Yeah, I'm walking in. You guys do what you want. Okay. All right. We all walk into the tunnel. All right. Mark's going follow. first, obviously. Who's going after him? Uh, I'll be right behind him. I mean, we'd stay together. I'll go near the rear of the group because I just want to watch all this unfold. <laughs> okay. And Mark is a shout. Mark's asking what you found. Okay. You basically hear like a <gasps> down the tunnel and around the corner, an orc face sort of pops around the corner. Who's that? Well, my name's Merc, and I'm asking what you found. Huh. T- turns to apparently the guy he was talking to around the corner. This man says he's Merc. Well, the other one says, well, does he look like Merc? No. Well, then get him. Roll your initiative. <laughs> well. It's just big enough for two people side by side. Yeah, Merc and, R- and Lucan are up front. And yeah, they charge through. One of them, his looks are very confused, and the other one is just all, you know, all teeth, just right. The one that came around the corner, he's just like charging through. Uh, when these guys decide to move fast, they move really quickly. Okay. And they, again, swinging at you with axes, they both are going to actually swing first. And so they're, they're basically both going to swing after Merc. One misses, the other one hits. Hits you for 12, actually. This axe comes in. Slams you against the side of the wall. You see that this tunnel doesn't look like it's been here forever, but it also doesn't look brand new, right? Like it's maybe been something that's been picked at for a while. It doesn't smell like it's new, right? It would have a different earthy uh, smell to it. Hey, Zana, I, I, don't, I don't know what you'd be able to see at this point with these two yeah. sort of um, big guys up in the, up is in the, the tunnel. Is the tunnel like sloping downwards towards where they are, or is it? No. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty. Can pretty I see, if I see any part of him at all, I can hit him because cover doesn't matter for Sacred Flame. But it's up to you. You tell me whether I can see anything or not. I feel like you'd have to be able to see enough, like like a part enough of enough of them, right? Like yeah. like their eyes or something. Yeah, they just don't get cover bonus. So as long as I can see any part of them, I can hit them with it. So if you say if you say I have a target, cool. If I don't, let's just. Yeah, this is gonna. I don't imagine this being a giant deal. No. So we'll, maybe we'll just let, let the guys up front clean up and sure. Seems fine. We'll just roll through it. Yeah, she'll she'll heal. She'll prepare to heal if something were to go wrong. But I'm not holding any actions. All right, Hulk. Same story. You gonna let them at it? I am going to just kind of survey the tunnel in general. Like, am I concerned that any sort of massive combat is going to cause any sort of collapse oh, or anything? Good job on giving the DM ideas. Yeah. No, you, <laughs> well, I just don't you, want it to come again. Back. You feel like this part of the tunnel, at least, seems to have stood for a while. And so, not ancient, but it doesn't right. look like it just just got put here. And so, right. So I'm know, just also worried about the integrity if they've been hacking at it with orc tools. Sure, you're feeling okay about it. You don't have a skill that would be apply <laughs> no. or anything, right? But your your basic idea is that <laughs> no. probably are okay. And then All right, Mark. Just a Mason background. I'm gonna just uh, do some uh, overhead chops on the closest guy. Okay, the one that hit you, I'm assuming. Yeah, seventeen. He made you bleed your own blood. Seventeen. Seventeen points of damage. Yeah. All right. So Is he, he still up? catches you and you just run him through, sort of right at the base of his chainmail armor, and he's just looking at you with shock in his face. No, he's right in your face because he's all tight quarters, and you, you've got your sword through him. He's out. This is this will be it, it for him. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So and then I push him off the sword and okay. go. For the second guy, but I'm going to try to hit him over the head with the hilt, so nice. subdual damage. Okay. Lethal damage. I thought he was going to forget. <laughs> over the bathroom break. 
We need to ask him a question. Ten points to the noggin with the... Ten points? Yeah, because okay. that was 24 to hit. All right, so you, you kind of hold that great sword up to hit him with the hilt, and it kind of sticks into the ceiling a little bit, and dirt comes down, and Holg is very concerned. <laughs> and it sort of catches in a way you didn't want it to. You still get him for ten points of damage. He's okay, and you hits this big, thick skull. Relop, anything special back mm-hmm. there? No, I'm just going to keep an eye kind of outside the tunnel to see if anyone... If this is drawing any attention. Luca? Smack the orc that's left, but just hit with the bottom of his sword to try and knock him out. 23. That'll hit. Six points of damage. Okay. So crack, and he snarls, and then crack again, and he drops to the ground. By the way, you guys are just at the point where there's just enough light. You go any further in this tunnel, and those of you that don't have dark vision are going to need to do. kind of light it up. Okay. Not a problem. I'm going to grab the one that Lukan just knocked out by the whatever limb that's closest and start walking back out Okay. into the day. And it'll start pushing past the group and be like, excuse me, pardon me. Get out of his way. <laughs> All right. He was dragging this orc out. He's got blood dribbling from his mouth. And rather unsummarily dragging him. We get outside and uh, anybody got rope? Yeah, I have rope. Okay, let's tie him something. Is there like a gravestone or something funny, or we're just going to tie him to... Not a lot to tie him to right here. It's mostly just grassy and rocky, but there isn't like a big rock or anything like that. You can just hog tie him. Yeah, 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 that's kind of what I was going next. All right, just going to leave him there and go in, or are you waiting for him to get up? No. Not going to wake him up. You just, you know, slap his face, splash a little water on him, whatever it takes. Yeah, we try to just wake him up naturally first as he wake up. Yeah, maybe put a little water on his face or something. Opens his eyes and he's kind of got a little blood shot on one eye, possibly from when you hit him. So, in Orgish, I'm not Merc then, I take it. He shows his teeth to you. So who is Merc? Who does he work for? What do you want to roll, Intimidation? Let's start persuasion. with Persuasion okay. right here. Right. Uh, that's a 13. Merc's one of the bosses. Is he an orc? And he kind of like starts messing his tongue around, along the bottom of his teeth and sort of like pushes one of his teeth loose and spits it. <laughs> so is he an orc when you say he's a boss? Yes. Hey, just to be clear, the other merc is an orc, so there's not any chance of him mistaking us. Oh, oh that's good. I think that means you need to challenge him for, you know, name rights. When your name is just an occupation. He's going <laughs> to be challenging a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> Good point, cleric. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of looks at you like, clear? <laughs> yeah. I got to go. He's kind of looking at everybody. Where is your boss? And I smile at him. Rather weird, awkward, kind of semi-stupid looking smile. <laughs> he actually looks at Hog and, he's, and he says in Orc, why are you with these? You might want to answer his questions. He's actually being nice right now. Yeah. He says it smells like elf. Yeah, they're right over there. Why are you Lucan, pointing at us? Lucan smells himself. <laughs> we can't. We can't understand this in work. Uh, <laughs> I can. Oh, you can. Yeah, you can. can. Yeah. Dang it! Not hard, but I kind of like slap him on the face a little bit. I'm like, hey, hey, talk okay. to me. He kind of bites at you a little bit. Yeah, I mean, obviously he can't get to you, but he just kind of snarls like he's going to try to bite your fingers. If you try so to I just want to be clear. You know, your amateur hour is endearing, but uh, we want to know where's your boss. Seriously, if you want to walk away from this, you're gonna need to answer some questions do you want to walk away you want to crawl away or persuasion again with advantage Ooh, 17 he says I'll, i will tell you if you let me go i'll head that direction he kind of nods towards the mountains that's fine by me he, he looks might. at hold 
Yeah. Neymar, can you ask them why, why they're here as well? Where are your bosses? What are they doing? They're in, under the hill. Okay. What are they looking for? I don't know, but Merc's looking for something. Does he work for somebody? Somebody sent him here to look for something. Well, I assume Big Boss. Who is the Big Boss? The Chief. The Chief? The Orc Chief? Adgood. Ag... Ad... Adgoo? Adgood. Adgoo. <laughs> he just... just stares at you. Listen, I have terrible names. I can't even remember my Ad-good. own. Adgood. Adgoo. Duh. With a D at the end. Good. Oh, I like Adgood. Like, he does math pretty good. well. Like good cheese. Like, yeah, he, he's very good at the additions. He's a mad orc. Wow. Can I go now? <laughs> we can't release what do him. You know? Get his buddies. We can release him after we're done here. I just hold my hand up to look on. So all of your buddies are down in the hill, so to speak. Hmm. He kind of looks the direction of where you came from. He says, yes. You know, the ones at the beach that we've already met. Is there anybody else in this encampment? Kind of tightens his lips like he he was counting on maybe some reinforcements from that direction. Hmm. No, they're all under the hill then. All right. So we'll let you go. If I see you again, your friend, you saw what I did to your friend, right? I will do that to you. And then I'll get this guy. And I point at Lacan. I'll get him to heal you. And then I'll do it again. Do you understand? Yes. Okay. So we're going to let you go. You're going to go away from this cave. And I'm never going to see you again. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Mark, check him for tattoos. Oh, hey, that's a good point. Uh, I'd check his arms real quick for tattoos. Like, you know, like I'm not going to undress him, but like we've seen Um, him a lot, like on the forums and stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, there are some tattoos, but nothing that looks like a tenebrous tattoo. Sure. Hey, Lugan, just to be on the safe side, go stand in the mouth of the cave, and I'm going to let him go. All right. Will do. And so as soon as Lugan's in position, I'll let him go, and I'm just like... He kind of walks back, and he sort of... A blade sort of comes out from the side. Like, he brandishes this blade that he had hidden in his person somewhere. And he's not, like, coming at you or anything, but he's just sort of, like, waiting for you to come after him as he backs up. Okay. Nobody moves, right? So he, no. he kind of moves a little bit faster, and then he just turns and runs. And again, when you see these orcs run, they just hit it. Like, he takes way off. Hmm. He's almost cool. fast as you, Hulk. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> just going to shrug at that. Right. So you kind of hear this jingling of his chainmail as yeah. he runs off, but pretty soon he's just a little dot on the horizon. Right. And he is heading towards... The mountain, not in the direction necessarily of Fire's Heart, maybe more west. Westward. I would be worried if it was Fire's Heart anyway, because I think they could handle him. Let's get going so we uh, don't have him and his buddies coming back for a surprise. That's a good idea. So is this where the tomb is supposed to be, per the map? It appears to be the tomb of of Variamos. Variamos. It would would at least make sense from the map that that the tunnel leads that direction. And we think the Orb of Venra is here, right? Oh, that's right. The what? orb is here. Where that's is right. The, where is the jewel for destiny? That I don't know. Okay. I just had a vision for it. So you're saying we need to knock you out again? <laughs> I had one vision. I Well, technically I had two I visions. Mean, one after we killed the trolls uh, underneath Lizardom. I saw a vision on the blade that said destiny. Really? And yeah. then that night I saw something a tomb ground and then like i came up through the ground and stared over the lake towards fire's heart 
hmm. like where we are right now. And she kind of points towards where Spire's heart is. Yeah, because you can see the. It's, yeah. Kind of distant, but you can see the slab. It's right, you know, yeah. right across right. the lake. Can I see the the writing like I saw in the vision? Yeah, it looks pretty similar. I mean, it's definitely the the right area. Good. Your guess is good as mine. Hmm. All right. So we're fighting a whole tribe of orcs. Well, if it makes you feel any better, uh, I think they are slightly weaker than the guardsmen we fought in some other places. Oh, you never know. The ones down below might be a lot tougher. Mm-hmm. Whatever. We just got to be smart about our strategy. And It does seem like we basically handled their general laborers. Yeah. Tunnels make it difficult to maneuver. Sure. I'll be up front. I don't need maneuvers. Uh, I'll get the torch... The, the continual flame torch out and put it in the quiver added fashion to my armor. So okay. And then Lucan's got his sword lit up. So you basically have that thing, you just flip it upside down, right? Is that how, the, like, you... you well, I just put it in the, the quiver, so yeah, it's, like, held by the quiver. And then it's, like, then basically over my shoulder. You want it to be lit. Yeah. Gotcha. And it's, it doesn't give off heat, so I think that makes sense. All right. Same kind of order as we were talking, like Lucan and Merc up front. I would think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and Zane right behind me, yep. I suppose. Like we are behind you. I'll be at the very end just in case something tries to surprise us from that end. Okay. Okay. It doesn't take too long as you start moving through this tunnel. It, it starts to wind a little bit. Like it had that one bend when you came when you first came through, and then it it starts to wind through, and you start recognizing that there's big pieces of, you don't know if it's bedrock or if it's just giant stones, but the tunnel starts moving in kind of weird directions because it has to. Whoever was dig- digging it hits a rock and then takes a turn. Mm. And you start to see that a few times and recognize it. You do run into, again, a couple of skeletons, but they're just loose skeletons. They're not even armed. They're just, <laughs> you know, come in and they do try to get to you, but you just sort of knock them out. Do you want to do anything specific? Are you trying to keep quiet or... No. Mammy. Well, like our movement's going to echo down. Decision for us. It's going to echo down the hallway with me, yeah. with him. We're just going to chink, chink, chink as we go down the. Either way, yeah. yeah. And we need the light to see, so yeah, we're so going to we be, be glowing no yeah. matter what. Sure. And relapse, probably. I, I'm assuming trying to kind of. He's got the map, sort of where he can keep pulling it out every once in a while and trying to get a feel. It's a right. little bit hard, you know, underground like this. And really, you've probably only been in the tunnels for about. 10 minutes and you hear more orc talking. Yeah, we understand what they're saying. Or is it just like too far away and it's just interesting uh, words? It's, it's kind of echoing, but you hear somebody ordering somebody else and so he's basically barking out like, bring me that one! And you hear clanging noise and then it's clearly like maybe a weapon or something get thrown on the ground and must hit some sort of stone in the dirt or wherever they are. And it just, you know, makes this huge clanging and it comes down. So at first it was sort of like, oh, yeah, we hear somebody. And then it's really loud coming your direction. Mark, you think these things are somehow mining for your gem you're looking for? That'd be bizarre, huh? That would be bizarre. They could be trying to excavate the tomb in general, looking for something. Well, we think the Orb of Venra is here, right, Rila? Yeah, it should be somewhere in here. I mean, it's not to say if whoever, Quinn was looking for it doesn't seem that somebody else wouldn't be looking for it he had to get the knowledge from somewhere true yeah so i feel like maybe that's more likely scenario 
You then do actually hear, and at this point, it's, it's clear because they're being pretty loud from where they are. And it, the fact that it snaked like it did is probably why you didn't hear it, because it's literally not that far away from where you were, but it must have been muffled through all of the movement of the earth. And you hear one of them yell, Merc. Oh, it's game on. <laughs> and the you know, the voice that says it, it's Merc again. And he says, what? Merc! We can't spend more time with this sword business. It's time to move on. We are supposed to be finding the library for the chief. We will get to that. Presumably you get Merc's response. Wait. And again, clang! More metal hits the ground. Does it sound like they're mining? Or yeah, does it, it sound like, like they're just it grabbing sounds, metal and throwing it? It literally it sounds like swords are being picked up and thrown on the ground. Okay, that wouldn't sound anything like no, no. pickaxe. Okay. When I come around the final corner, I'm going to pull out the Destiny Blade and be like, so you're looking for a sword? Nice. <laughs> All right, everybody roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what you see. Coming into a chamber, the tunnel that you've been going through is rough. The chamber is not. So you're basically they have dug into a pre-existing tunnel that was down here. It's paved with old stones that are sort of crumbly. They're all, every stone that you see is giving off dust as people move. And so it's a little bit uncomfortable to breathe as you step in, except for Hulk, right? Hulk's got this necklace that makes it no problem. I'm just not going to create any major issue. It's just a little bit uncomfortable. You've basically got seven orcs in the room. Four of them are holding great axes that look much like the guys that you've seen before. There is a little bit of a difference in which they look kind of mutilated. Uh, one of them has scar straight down the side of his face and one of in that eye is just gone. Another one actually has skin missing from his jawbone. At the bottom of his jaw, you can see his exposed jawbone going down uh, across the right side of his jaw. So they all just look like they've basically recovered from these horrific wounds at some point between the, the, the four with the axes. And those four, by the way, when you walk in, you, these four just charge you with that sort of orc fury. They rolled nat 20 on their roll. Ooh, nice. And so they're going to go first, and you'll sort of have this first wave of these guys. Are we out of that tunnel at this point, or no? Uh, yeah, I'm basically giving you the opportunity to sort of like step out as Merc. Well, I don't know, Merc. I said I stepped out. Step- yeah, I stepped yeah, out. Yeah, he said I stepped out, yeah. Because otherwise you'll get really, really <laughs> clumped up there. Because, well, that's why I was asking. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. we're going to be clumped or not. Right, right. So we'll give you, So he stepped out of the way, and then we'll let you sort of you know make some moves, I guess, at that point. Yeah, and what yeah are they- enough to where people are sort of in the room. We'll just put you can, in the front of it. Can right? we see the other three orcs? Yeah, the other three orcs, there's one that also has a great axe. He clearly bigger than the others, though, like bigger than the other guys with the axes. There's also another really big guy holding a longsword and a shield. So you've got most mostly holding these big axes, but one of them has a longsword and a shield. Again, the longsword, even though it's a longsword, which is new for these orcs that you've seen, it looks to be made of this sort of orcish craftsmanship. You know, it's a really okay. sort of rough and kind of almost like jagged at the edges. And there's also one that is holding a hammer. One with the hammer specifically has a big sort of bloody, and it may not be blood, but like a red hand down his breastplate. Well, they're all wearing chainmail basically, but this one has, you know, it has like a couple pieces of 
plate that, that has sort of been patched on from it. a few of them are like that. It has a big bloody hand down the front of his chest, and he also has he's actually missing his nose. And there's sort of this gaping wound in the front of his face, but it looks like an old wound, right? It's healed up, are, but he's missing. Are those three charging towards us as well? Yes, it's just yeah. that the other four seem to be sort of the front line yep. that came flying in. Okay. And basically at this point, we're just going to, for ease of being able to have a fight without being all stuck up in a tunnel, you guys have all sort of poured in in no particular, you know, you're just sort of right there coming out. And they're all on the other side of it. In addition to what you're seeing for those guys, just to give you a little bit of an idea of the room, there is clearly a spot where there used to be a statue. It's been broken away long ago, but there is sort of, it's a pretty great tripping hazard right there. Right mm. in the middle of the room, there was definitely a statue in the middle of this room at one point. And on the far side of the room, which is where the other three are right now, right? You've seen these orcs move. They'll be able to come up on you as soon as they go. But they were messing with some sort of door on the other side of the chamber. And there's holes in the wall and it looked like they were kind of messing with those holes, like sticking kind of like the hilts of swords hmm. into the holes, and that's what they've been doing. And so there's these swords all over the place, and there's tons of just loose, weird swords that, that are not all of Orkmake. They're just swords, and they've been messing with these holes, throwing swords aside. You also notice that there are bodies all along the sides that have been sort of pushed out of the way. Most of them look to be pretty old. Most of them are orcish, not all of them. And there are a few fresh orc bodies, like it's clearly bleeding lately. Yeah. Like they would just been murdered recently. Right, mental images of that trap that was shooting us. Yeah. Or wait, oh. what trap? I don't know. Uh, the one, the one in the Nefer Cave you didn't go to. Oh, yeah. There are two tunnels also. I should probably just for you, obviously dealing with these orcs right this moment. But there are two tunnels going off in maybe like a 45 degree angle from each other sort of off so if you're looking a little bit straight forward they're kind of to your right hmm. and okay. so there's two and there's a door and then there's two entrances coming into this tunnel just open tunnels okay but they, again they're arched they're clearly old structures hmm. of this dusty crackling stone how that gives me some chamber? ideas but let's move on with the fight how big is the chamber it is probably all all around. It's probably about sixty feet from one side of the. Next. So far, all will work. Like a sixty foot square or a rectangle, or um, it's more circular. You said the two tunnels leading out are kind of the northeast. It's I guess if you were gonna look at it from the straight lines, so it's there's one. you can look at it as something yeah, like perfect. that. Yep, yep. You okay, it. and we're coming in from the south side. Yeah, basically. Okay, I'll take the four axe attacks now, please. <laughs> yeah, the orcs are running up on us, right? Yep. Yeah. Alright. To the face. To the face. To the face. Alright, so these orcs come in. Merc is at least going to have two of them on because he's the one sort of walking in with the smile. I'll use protection for one of the attacks. Okay, so that one misses. Shield. Second one hits. Uh, it's just for six. So basically, this glancing blow catches you for six from this axe. The other one is going to go. We're going to have one go for Lucan. Can I send off strike? Sure. He misses Lucan. 24. It's, you're rolling really well on your attacks today. But now... Uh, uh, no. like every time. He's rolling a lot of threes for his damage because he can't get the rerolls and stuff. <laughs> normally it's not that. It's normally six, six, six one. Six, four. So ten points of damage to him. All right. So he swings at Lucan. And Lucan has uh, basically was f- actually focused on the other orc <laughs> that had attacked Merc. And so the favor comes back from Merc and catches that one. Doesn't take him down, but it yeah, you know, definitely a, a big hit. It sort of yells and sputters. Spittle of blood goes in, into your face as he yells. 
And again, it's mostly swearing for those of you that understand. <laughs> the other one is going to swing. Actually, he's going to swing for Lucan as well. And he misses. All right, so these axes come flying in, and the two armored guys kind of fend it off. Zan, it's your turn. Is there a way for me to put a fireball in between the ones fighting Lucan and Merc and big boys in the back? Uh, with 20-foot radius. Without so frying us, but I'm okay yeah, if I, I don't think ahead. you're going to hit it. You could have to choose your group. So have to choose one or the other. I didn't know if they were running towards us or if they were a little closer or if they were on the back. back dude. The back dudes, I guess. Heck yeah. Okay, so she's going to kind of start charging up a fireball and look over to Relop. She's like, those ones in the back look like they're in charge, aren't they? <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to hold, and I want to kick off a fireball at the same time he does. Okay. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> Just cinematically, I want the yeah. two of us to like charge up these fireballs and then launch them simultaneously. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to uh, Gohan Vegeta this. Not yeah. Gohan. Uh, yeah. Goku. Yeah. Okay. I'll get ready to roll some damage. Alright. Good luck. Uh, need him to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Same uh, story. Yeah. 15. Right. Okay. And then mine's a 16, so two of them. Okay, so let's do let's yeah, do, do one of them first, first since that's gonna trick you. Yeah, gonna <laughs> for <Mark>. me. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's uh, not cinematically dope. Oh, but <laughs> right. super dope. I love it. Okay, so what's the damage for if they take it full over there? Thirty-one. Nice. That's really good. Okay. Depends on how many saves they got in the HP. And this is to the three big boys in the back. Reload. Go ahead and roll your damage, and then we'll just since they're they're happening simultaneously. Uh, twenty-eight. Wow. <laughs> really good. Should slow them down a little bit. <laughs> that's 60 if they took it full to the face of both of them. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> They're going to have that charcoal powder all over. The Their hair is going to be standing right. up. So the the first one goes off just a split second before yeah. and it's a white fireball in the back and just <laughs> and there's three of them there. One of them is clearly bigger than the other ones. The guy with the axe, he yeah. just he's just a giant among these orcs. And it might just be that he stands taller, you know, because they're all so hunched over. They all sort of roar as they start to move forward as this fire goes off. And the two smaller of the, of the three definitely take the brunt of it. And the other one kind of like smiles about it. And just as he starts to smile, another fireball starts <laughs> And he, he definitely takes a big part of that one. And they're, they're all sort of yelling and, and moving forward as they... I made um, you guys. Oh, no! <laughs> so it de- definitely peppered them up a little bit. That wasn't so... Oh, my oh. God! <laughs> Xander Relop just run away after that. Hey, yeah. where did they go? They would just fade <laughs> into the background. No, we need you. It's all all right. Double fireball attacks all you get. Pretty nice with the initiative for those two, mm-hmm. too, right? Okay, so the one okay. with the long sword, and he's got this big shield. The shield is sort of made of, uh, it looks like sort of hardened skins stretched across a frame. And he moves forward and again, moves really quickly. He's, you know, he's just, the fire's just sort of going out on him as he, as he runs through the fireball. And he's definitely taking some damage. And he specifically picks out Merc to go after. Okay. As he attacks, he says, this place is, in Orcish, he says, this place is not for you. Oh, guys, we gotta go. Sorry. Oh, no, sorry. Very sorry. Oh, my bad. I just, 
and comes in and he slices you with two, both hits, and he's pretty clearly a swordsman. But he gets you for 26 hmm. between oh, the two baby. slices. Oh, between two slices. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just kind of comes in, and it's it's interesting because he's, he you didn't expect any uh, any skill from these guys. Like what you've seen so far, they're all just sort of brutes, you know, mindlessly swinging swords. And this one's definitely a trained swordsman. Everybody that can use a sword in, in this room. The big guy with the great axe, he's going to come in, and he he's sort of basically going to try to get towards one of the fireball throwers. Which one? It's going to be you. You didn't put your finger on your nose. <laughs> oh, we're playing pit again, I see. All right. Real op, you kind of dart your way. And it kinda, it's, it's really frightening because he just moves really quickly, and he is he makes Merc look short, this thing. He's just a giant. You did note the finger on the nose. I, I did. I thought you okay. were saying Doesn't me, matter. me. You no, like, it's Hit me in the face, please. Cut my nose here. I want to look like that guy. This is how this works. All right, so... Mirror, is that going, Sarah? Or is that a no? It's... No, okay. But mage armor's on. Yeah, mage armor. How far away is he from me? I would imagine, imagine close. close. Yeah. close. Uh, throw a warding flare. Or did you roll to attack already? Yeah, I rolled. Okay, never mind. Yeah, sorry, I didn't know you rolled already. So what's your, what's your uh, fourteen? See, with he actually comes in, and the first one that you that he swings down at just digs into the pavement out next to you. You, you go freezing <laughs> a little bit, but you get figure out how to move out of the way, and and it just splits this stone. And dust kind of shoots up as it as it comes through, and then he takes a second attack. Damn! <laughs> and okay, he, I'll warding flare that one. All right. For a second, I was. <laughs> oh, he got that. I rolled an eighteen and a seventeen. Oh, Jesus, that's fair. Tried. All that's right. fair. <laughs> Somebody's gonna have to put Relot back together again. <laughs> He'll be fine. I think Zan has that spell. Mm-hmm. Reassemble gnome. Yeah. <laughs> We can build him. We can make him stronger. <laughs> 16. Gear. Basically just catches you a little. Luckily with sort of the flat of the blade a little bit. But right. it, it definitely slices up your side. And Lucan, it's your turn. You, you've definitely got one. The one with the sword is right there. You wouldn't have to move. Cause the one with the shield and sword? Yeah. Well, and also the four of the axes. I mean, yeah, it, get, it's target-rich environment. Is the one with the giant axe next to me? That just hit reload. Uh, you would have to step out of. You'd oh. have to disengage. Yeah. Basically. Okay. I, I figured. Okay. I'll uh, take a swing at the one with the sword. Okay. All right. He yells back, you fiend, <laughs> and rolls twenty-one. Hey. Nice. And I will use divine smite. Twenty-two points of damage. Light kind of bursts from your sword a little bit, you know, as you do the divine smite, and he's looking at you like he's just going to slice through, almost turned your direction from Merc, and as you do that, light just sort of catches him, and when it does that, you swear you see the light disrupt him a little bit. Like, just for almost like a second, it looks like he just sort of, like, snaps invisible or something, you know, like, where he's not there for just just a split second. And I don't know that anybody else sees it but Lucan, right? Like, okay. some, the light did something to him, and the sword digs just right into his torso, and he kind of lets out a big breath and kind of looks up in the air and drops to the ground and flattens out in front of you. And when mm-hmm. you do that, because you ripped open his armor, basically, mm-hmm. there's very clearly a big tenebrous tattoo on his chest. Oh, wow. All right, it. well, we're going to take the second attack on whatever's, whatever's closest, I suppose. Yeah, there's the, the one of the, the four orcs. Yep. Come up, yep. The four orcmen of the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, he's going to take an attack. I'm not going to divine smite one of these guys. Just take a regular attack. And, hey, we got a 20. 
Hits. Seven points of damage. Can he yell something during that time? Can I yell, they're tattooed? Sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah Lucan's that. Like that. Good information. Lucan yells, they're um, tattooed! Do you, you know, I, I, we didn't say, but there's one that had been wounded by Merc. You want to just go after that one? Yeah, sure. Okay. So sure. He, you finish that guy off. So he, he goes down and you just sort of like turn to the other one, stick it into, you don't even look at that, at the new one, because you're still looking at that Tenebris tattoo, and you just stick it through his throat <laughs> and go... He's t- they're tattooed, and pull it back out, and he drops down in front of you guys. The one in the back says a few things that you don't recognize. I'd um, like to uh, counterspell. If- okay, yeah, go ahead. So you see him, start, he starts muttering things, and yeah, like it doesn't make any sense because it doesn't sound like real words. It's some sort of arcane thing or whatever. But it, you see him go like this, and a couple of those bodies start to go, oh, and then Relap goes, nope! <laughs> and... They stop moving. Oak's turn. Welcome to Spellcast. Alright, I will go next to Relop and uh, take some swings at the one that was just trying to hurt him. Okay, the big guy. Yep. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> nah, that is a 17. That hits. Uh, so that will be 18 points of damage. And then uh, offhand, be AC 21. <clears throat> Hits. For six points of damage, and he needs to do a constitution save. Fifteen. So, Hulg steps over and just slices the underbelly of this large orc. It draws an extra amount of blood. He's still standing. Like, when, when you first do that second hit with Malice, you, you almost think you got him. Like, I just did some Baldwin, right? But it's just, it's bleeding more than it typically would. He's definitely sliced up. This guy is hurting and that brings us to Merc. The real Merc. Will you please stand up? Please stand up. I am going to start off with bonus action, second one. I will take 10 hit points. Thank you very much. And then uh, there's three orcs standing in front of me. Yes. They're all pretty much within melee range of you. So I'm going to take a swing at the one on the left. Good old lefty. Good old lefty. At this point, they're all, fr- all three of these guys are fresh. Fresh left. I'm going to use a uh, precision attack, and then so it was 11, 2, and 18. Does that hit? 18, yeah, that'll hit, sure. That will be 14 points of damage. You slice him through, and you think that he's going to drop, and he doesn't quite, but he looks terrible. Right. I'll go to the next guy and take a swing. 14. 14 left. So you're switching away from the first guy, and you're hitting another guy? Yeah. Okay. And then I'll do menacing attack on him. Kind of uh, 17, down. 21 points of damage. Okay, so that guy drops. So basically you cut one and you think he's dead and so you switch to the other one and you cut him and then you look back and the other guy's still standing there. And I would like to do my uh, least favorite thing that for you. I will do my action surge. Okay. Meaning I get two more attacks. Mm-hmm. I will swing back at the first guy. Okay. Oh my gosh. Uh, using another precision attack for 15. That'll hit. Yep. And then that will be 12 points of damage. Okay. You actually cut this guy right in half. Like just catch him right through the spine. And I'll swing at the third guy now. Okay. Old middleman. <laughs> I didn't know his nickname. <laughs> We're too much like Mark. Thirteen. Uh, thirteen AC. Yeah. Actually, for the the guy up front here, that'll work. Oh, and then I'll do another menacing attack. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. All right. Again, kind of cuts. So he's just swinging back and forth. Just uh, orcs are flying. It's like the end of Fellowship of the Ring, and but there's still one 
bloody one standing there from the four that initially had charged up. We still have a very bloody big guy with an axe, and then the one that tried to animate dead, apparently. In the <clears> and then the I, uh, back the I'll look at the last guy who's, like, standing, like, just barely, and I'm like, really? You couldn't have just died for me? <laughs> <laughs> he roars and swings at you. Oh, the poor guy. And he misses. Roars, swings, and... You almost think he's going to throw his axe. Like, he's just he's holding his wound and, like, standing there by himself because the other, the other people are sort of separated from him at this point. Zan, it's your turn. She's going to walk kind of around this giant front-level melee that's going on to the middle of the room in front of the opposing spellcaster, and she's going to cast a spell in his direction. Uh, he needs to make a charisma saving throw of 16. Okay. I don't know that you'll get it necessarily out because that big guy could sw- swing at you. Oh, okay. You know I, mean? I wasn't sure if we were like flanked to sides or if we yeah, were behind everybody or it's messy. Up okay, front, she's so gonna try to. You can do it from where you are. Yeah, I, I, it's I sixty feet on the part. thing, but I'm just trying to get to sure. hit the guy. So Christmas safety throw. Yeah, whole room sixty. And I'm sorry. What do you, what did you say you're casting? Um, I will tell you if you succeed. <laughs> I have a cinematic description of it. It's okay. a new fourth level spell that I want to kick off. I need a sixteen. Yeah. Doesn't do it. Christmas. Okay. So. She kind of walks forward, she puts her sword into her shield hand, and she draws the sword symbol in the air. Okay. And it forms a fiery version of it behind the guy, and then she just pushes, and he goes flying backwards into it. It's a different plane of dimension of pure light. Okay. And he goes into oh. it and disappears, and it closes. It's banishment. Oh. Okay. He's out for a minute. There's no saving throw. He is pop, just pop gone. Is there anything oh. with yours or no? Yeah, well, she, that's what she's kind of doing this thing. She's like, be gone, and just and he okay. flies through it, and then it closes. Okay in the kind of like sword dimension thing as she goes flying through. That's how I was describing the cinematic of it. So he's banished and then I will make my way to engage whichever one, the big sword, the big guy. Yeah, he's probably the guy that's that's kind of right in there. Alright, so you see him sort of disappear back there in this flash of sword light. Relop, it's your turn. They're teleporters. technically have this guy on you even though Polg's been sort of slicing him up. Hug him. He's bleeding on you at this point. Like he's above you, bleeding down with this sort of (laughs) darkened red blood. I'm going to go ahead and uh, cast Mirror Image. Okay. And back into the tunnel. Okay. So multiple different little U's pop up. Are you going to move out of his melee so he can swing at you? Okay. So he's going to try to swing at you. That's AC 14. Did he hit me? Yeah. Okay. Oh, dang. All right, he hit me. <laughs> <laughs> Got the real one. He's like pointing at it and like trying to be like, any meeny, miny. Any meeny, miny gnome. Nice. Got him. All right. You do, however, get out of his range, right? right. So if he tries yep. to do the same, Holg could probably get to him. So he, Holg, he's going to turn on you at this point. Do I take any damage for that? Or? Oh, I guess so. Sorry. <laughs> No, no, way to keep it me. honest. Yeah. Appreciate it. I like it. Twelve. All right. All right. So both of them are gonna gonna get you. You wanna? Yeah, I'm gonna dodge the big guy. Just not just for five because because it's halved. Okay. Ooh, twenty-one that time Ooh. catches you. Catch, so you sort of dodge out of the first one, look pretty great, and then right into the wham second. catches you and sort of sticks that. Okay. It luckily doesn't go real deep, but he gets you right across the chest and. Lucan, it's your turn. All right. Lucan's going to book it towards the guy with the There's big axe. There's one more guy with us. Yeah, I know. Okay. He can take a strike on me. I'm oh, gonna, okay. I'm going to book it towards the guy with the big axe. The okay. Guy. So let, let this guy swing. Oh, shield. Did that guy make the saving throw for the malice? Oh, that's a good point. Thank you. He didn't. So give me, uh, is it a d4? Yep. Mm-hmm. One. <laughs> no, it's a good strike. <laughs> um, His head blows up. <laughs> 
That's like a cartoon. <laughs> it was crazy, man. Holy cow! Lucan, you go to run out of that. Mm-hmm. He critted. So the that okay. last, he was just freaking out, and then you gave him a moment, and he and he just he snarls up and just slams his sword into your back for Oof. twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay. Yep. And he's suddenly emboldened, right? But he's probably going to die. And <laughs> all right. Lucan gives out a big yell, but keeps on booking it towards the guy with the big axe, and okay. then just gives a big old swipe to the guy, and yells back, 21. It's going to divine smite this bad boy. Okay. 36 points of damage. Cool. Wow. Ooh. Ooh. That was a lot of sixes. All right, so you take this damage, and just as you get to him, you sort of you know, call on Lucian's help, and almost like lance him with your sword you know like you're sort of moving his direction and it just sort of goes up and catches him right in the trachea just right into his throat and he looks down at you and you pull it out and all this blood just sort of spews everywhere and he just sort of falls off to the side and hits the ground all right lucan just turns and smiles at home (laughs) (laughs) all right so we're down to just one one orc over kind of in the Merc area. Hold, you don't have the big guy with you anymore, so you can move over if you wanted to. I'm going to go look at where that spellcaster was. Okay. See where he went. Right. <laughs> you look over and he smells a little of maybe ozone or something, and you're not sure what's happening. And Merc, it's your turn. I was going to think about being cute or something, but we're just going to go for the, you know, standard chap-chap. <laughs> okay. Chap-chap. Chap chap, just like chip, overhand, chip, chip. just like just a standard giant overhand swing. Okay. Does a sixteen hit? Yes. Fifteen. Take him out. Yes. All right. So the last guy, he just was going after Lucan. Really got him pretty good as Lucan moved out of combat, and you just basically do the same. He sort of turned away from you, and you just get him in the back. Sword comes out of his front, and you pull it back out and let him drop. Lucan says, "Is everybody okay?" Are you okay? That was a bad hit. Yeah. She's going to check his back to see how bad the damage is. Sure. That was a doozy. That's pretty good. He he, he might have had a little organ damage in there. He probably needs a little love. (laughs) I think I have organ damage. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to taste my liver. The smell, by the way, you know, all this blood that we just unleashed and you're underground. You've got old bodies there. It kind of reminds you of when you saw the mouth of knock. Like, this this is a similar scene suddenly with all this carnage everywhere. I want to check. Wait, wait, hold on. The big guy. Is Luke going to get healed by his sister? Yeah. <laughs> I can. All right. Did you see that? So, Did you see that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm not seeing it. I'm too busy looking at it. He was like, hurry up, I'm going to check. So Merc, Merc, Merc starts looking through the bodies. Um, the, like I said, the one with the sword that clearly had a knock tattoo. You do not find another knock tattoo when you look through the rest of them. We only have about a minute. If everybody would like to be right around where he was. Mm. And her eyes are kind of glowing as she's like holding her hand forward. Right here? Right where he was standing. Alright, I'm gonna just get ready. Alright. Lucan lay on hands himself and heals himself up. Mm-hmm. And he puts his hand on Merc's back. Are you okay? And he heals you for. <laughs> he heals you for seven. <laughs> this one might have some information. We might want to take him alive, but he is a spellcaster, so be careful. Okay. Everybody right, ready? I might be up to your hit points now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. You're the only one hurt, right? Me and you? Because the major armor is You got hit, too. Wow. Did you take damage? Yeah. 
How much? Oh, okay. 26. Oh, okay. crap. We'll get you in a second. Damn it. <laughs> we can do a short rest after this, depending on how we get this guy. I mean, we so. do have a healer in the group. Yeah, we do. Um, <laughs> any specifics? I was kind of thinking maybe just it opens up again yeah. and pulls away from him. Yep. So it's like he's standing right where he was. Yeah. And, that, and you see it just sort of like dis- disappear in the distance. You know, this, light, this sort of light kind of almost like zips open for a second, pulls behind him, and there he is standing there. She kind of like releases and kind of right, <sighs> like she was right, holding right. it the entire time. So... It's, and you know, as soon as that happens too, because they they know where they are, right? They're literally sitting there for a minute. Aren't They're they? in a harmless demi plane, and they can't do anything. Right, They're, right, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's not like he he blanks out. Like no. he knew that he looks like around. It's just light everywhere around him. Light place. Yeah, it's like the, the Matrix. Yeah, yeah. Bucket. Like the the gun room, yeah, the armory room, the loading screen, or so so the Harry Potter train station, whatever you want. Like just like a baseball bat, swing the flat of my sword right into his face. Okay. Going for some subdual damage. All right, I'm gonna do the same time. We're gonna pop his head. <laughs> <laughs> one in the face, one in the stomach, just like double team. Crack. All right, and you three tackle. So yeah, this uh, it's this orc is standing there. This is the one that was missing the nose. Has this uh, red handprint on his on his armor, and he basically like when he pops in, you can see that he's actually put his weapon away. Like he's standing there, like you know, hands up. You still crack him. Yeah, you can raise the dead so, like this. Yeah. Puts, his, puts his puts his hands up and almost like closes his eyes for a minute. Like huh. you know, he almost knows it's, coming, it's coming and smack just like cracks across the face. And you think he broke his nose, and you remember he didn't have one, and he falls to the ground <laughs> in a bl- in a lump. You know, he's, he's bleeding out the side of his face, but he's still breathing. Well, that's exciting. I'll go look at the holes. All right, I'm gonna go cast uh, detect magic. Okay. Any writing, any... There is a, a a little inscription. You couldn't see it at first. It's pretty small. It's actually lingual. Lucan's going to stay right next to the knocked out orc. I suppose probably put is, a foot on him. This is a first empire city. I'm sure there's probably a lot of lingual around here. It just remove says, the weapons off of the noseless guy. You doing okay, Holm? Yeah, I'm fine. Hmm. It says the taste of blood and underlight steel. Under light still. How big's the hole? It looks big enough to put maybe a hilt into. So a bloody un- under light, meaning maybe a weapon forged under under the mountain, and like can, where there's no light. You can see in the holes too, because they're they're not that deep, right? They're d- deep enough maybe for the a pummel, you know, to sort of go into or the okay. up up to the cross bars maybe. There are different symbols. There's a circle, there's an X, there's kind of like an S, there's a triangular shape. Yeah, there are seven of them, and they're all different shapes. Destiny has an X on the bottom of it, right? Right. And he said, blood? It said, the taste of blood and underlight steel. I take some, I like put my fingers in the, the wound that I had recently received, and I put some on the... I healed you, no. Well, you didn't heal me that much. <laughs> And I put some on where the X is Uh and put it in the the hole where the X is to help first. All right. The door actually makes a noise like it pops, like a lock undoes. Do we see this door move or... Or is this like right in front of... It's, I mean, you're in front of the door. You're, You're basically to the side of the door, almost like a control panel for the door or something like that. And when you did that, it sort of popped something. So... Lucan makes sure everybody's okay and hands out healing potions. And Zan, you handed out a couple to hold, mm-hmm. too. He took a couple okay. of the bottles. And then Lucan's just very adamant about 
Merc and Hulk healing up. Okay. And I drink mine, and Hulk said he drank yeah, his. Right. Relop, you kind of scour the place. You know, anytime you do detect magic, you guys have enough enough stuff on you that it's sort of annoying because things light up on right. people. And in the bodies, you're kind of hoping to find something. It's Some of these things seem to be laying here for a while. And at first, you're kind of like, well, nothing. But you accidentally kick something over, mm-hmm. and it kind of opens up a little opening under under a pile. And there's a sword laying under there. And it's not the sword that's glowing, but there's like this ring kind of around the pummel. Like somebody was holding onto it and has a ring? Like a it's, ring that you would wear? No, it's a, it's a ring. It's, it looks like maybe it was made to go onto the pummel. It's gold. It's got sort of diamonds all around it. And when you go to pick it up, it actually sort of, it doesn't look like it would, but it comes off. It's almost like it, you know, like the one ring sort of moves for you. Right. And it lets itself be taken off of the sword. So you're standing there with this golden circlet that's about the size of maybe a silver dollar. And it's got diamonds kind of around the outside of it. Is the sword itself at all? It is not. So once you you take that off, you don't see anything interesting about the sword. The sword itself In fact, it's look, kind of rusted over and maybe it's been here looks for a like really long time. Okay. I'm going to grab sword just because it was you know, sort of a Attached to it. set thing. Sure. If they're still kind of hanging out, I'm going to go ahead and uh, cast identify on it. Okay. So okay. ten minutes go by and he looks like he might want to sit for a little bit. Is everybody okay with that? We're going to have to question this spellcaster at some point. I'll push open that door once in it. I just want to look. I don't want to go in. I just want to push it open and look. Is it like just a room? Is it just... You push it open. You hear a voice that says, in lingual, who enters? Oh, crap. <laughs> uh, mercenary does. You can call me Merc if you want to be informal. <laughs> Zan's eyes kind of go wide. What? What? I don't know what I did. There's someone in there? I put the straps back on my quarterstaff and get ready to... <laughs> <laughs> Not cast identify. <laughs> Well, I didn't think anything was... I was just going to look in the room. I unlocked the door. Yep. And here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Merck, you're going to look in the room, and it's obviously a tomb. There are multiple sarcophagi in this space, and you don't see anyone in particular. You just hear a voice. Who enters? You can call me Merck. Mercenary, if you want to be formal. Who are you? In lingual, because that's what he used. Really long pause. Do you enter to defile the resting place of the Eldritch Knights? No. Come in where we can see you. I'll be back in a minute, guys. Where are you going? I have no idea what was being Did we hear any of that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's coming out the door. You can, but how you can many, hear the voice. Do you speak lingual? I speak, you speak lingual. lingual. Nope. <laughs> so everybody gets it except for Hulk. Wish to me. I step in. Sure. Let's go towards the creepy voice, because that's going to end well for us. So everybody else doing? We have to stay with the spellcaster. I start walking on and dragging, <laughs> dragging the caster with us. <laughs> okay, so he falls over. So glad. No. So a sword in one hand, and... Dragging the caster and the other at the the moment. Zan will walk behind the dragged caster. (laughs) Why are we dragging him? I don't know if I understand. If he he wakes up behind us. Oh, then raises an army of undead while we're going to I thought you meant our caster. No, the the knocked out one. I'll drag Relaf. (laughs) 
Oh, I want... Do you, as you start to enter, he says, the voice says, Leave the orc, please. Lucan drops the orc. <laughs> and you're just going to leave him there? Voices told us not to bring him in. Yeah, the voices just told me not to bring the orc. Oh, that's what You guys, saying. I think we'll be fine if we just not all go in. All right. I'll stay out. All right. I'll stay out with Zan. Uh, Lucan stands right next to the orc and keeps his foot on him. And now has his shield and sword out. So we just have... I'm sorry, two, two of you in there? No, like he's there. sounds like right at the doorway kind of thing. It's just whether or not Relop comes in. I think I'm the only one actually in the room. I'm going to take a good long look inside the room, but I won't go in. Okay. What is your business here, mercenary? We are looking for the Orb of Vinra. What is your business with the Orb of Vinra? We are going to use it to find evil in the world. Evil that struck down your order in, in, at the height of its glory. In front of you, a ghostly warrior appears. Appears to be white hair. I mean, everything's very sort of white anyway, but kind of long, wispy hair. Beard that comes down to a point. Probably some sort of scale, it looks like. But it's hard to make out all the details. Almost kind of got a smoky feel to him. Where did you get the underlight steel? I found it with a man who wanted to see the world fall into darkness. I took it and I repurposed it, for still does not care. May I see it? I hold the blade out, blade down, held up. I hold it out in my offhand, apparently, and just hold it out towards him so you can see the length of the blade. You're tormented. Yes. You have a destiny to fulfill. Seems that way. The sword you carry is but a key. Well, certainly opened this room nicely. It served its purpose. Was that its full purpose? It seemed to show me more. This guy pauses for a long time again. It's like he's thinking, it's almost like he doesn't exactly know where to go from this point. Like he wasn't expecting you to walk in with this sword the way you did. People have tried to come in for a very long time in your lifespan. For us, it's not been very long, but... In your days, there have been people trying to get into this tomb, and you walked in with a key. The blade showed me. I saw a vision of this area, and I saw a gem that went to the sword. Did Venifer show you? I don't know that Venifer has ever spoken to me. I almost looks sad at that. The only god that has ever seemed to give me any guidance has been Pyrian. Suddenly, there's others standing with you, too. And those of you at the door see it. There's... Seven of them in all. They all look very similar. He's kind of the most regal-looking of all of them. With this pointed beard, he's kind of got a nobility about him. I will gift you this sphere, this orb, if you need it. But I feel that you've come for something beyond that. There was a gem for this blade, and I saw in my vision. Is there a gem that would fit on it? Well, as I said, the, the blade is but a key, and it served its purpose. Well, it did very well. Your destiny lies in this tomb. This tomb? Well, your destiny lies elsewhere, but the destiny that you seek is in this tomb. And one of them, one of the sarcophagus, uh, sarcophagi sort of, it almost has like an inner light somehow, which is weird because it's fully stone, right? But like somehow or other, it kind of, it almost like gets a little bit of an outline. And it's not a lucite outline. It's, it's sort of a ghostly blue. Do not disturb me, but take what you need and use it for good. I go to this tomb. Is there 
So nothing on top, I'm assuming, so I have to push the lid open? There's, it's a it's a sewn top, um, and it has, once you get closer to it, it's got dust just built up on it, right? And you get closer to it, and you and you you do see that it says Variamus on the side and Lingual. There's an image at the top, if you were to sort of push some of the dust aside, it's carved with an image of that very much looks like him. Right. I gently slide the sarcophagus at least partially opens without, not so far that the lid falls off. Kind of more twist it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and make a strength test because this thing hasn't moved for centuries. Can I use athletics? Sure. Uh, eight. <laughs> okay. You realize that you're either going to need help or you're going to need uh, a tool. Do you need help, Mer? Yeah. All right. So much for Mercenary the Strong, eh? <laughs> I, have, I have the prisoner, Luke. Go ahead. And she'll, like, escort you in. You kind of chuckles a lot at your comment there. This is working as well as the pew did. Yeah. I rolled a 24. Okay. So, Luke kind of helps a little bit. You know, and Merc's a little bit shaken by this. This seemed, you know, a little bit scary to him, really. You get it, you get it moved over, it makes this sort of grinding noise. And you're a little concerned that they're going to suddenly say, "Like you're disturbing us." Oh you yeah, Lucan's trying to be very. And you, I mean, you're surrounded, Lucan. When you walked in, suddenly there's just all these ghostly figures all around you, and they're warrior figures. Mm-hmm. It opens up, and there's skeleton in there. He's got the very similar armor. I mean, he's got the wispy, wavy white hair and the and beard over the you know just the sort of the remnants of a beard on the chin. And there's a great sword going down his chest and it's the great sword from your visions it says Fatum down the, down the middle which is lingual for destiny it actually has the gem that you're talking about on it it's blackened like it's just it looks like almost like clear I don't know what a black you know like I, I'm thinking like onyx but it's clear like, okay. a, like a, a diamond with no light if that makes sense mm, like a black diamond maybe yeah something to that extent and it's sort of in his hands there. Also, next to him on his hip, there is a swirling orb. Oh my goodness. Of multiple colors. It's like rainbow colors. And that thing does have like an inner light, like it just keeps keeps swirling. There's also a spell book sitting next to him, which seems to be intact. Like it's it, it should be like dust probably by this point, right? But it's definitely... Merc, I can help you with whatever you need just so we don't disturb this. Do I see this? You see them opening it, yeah, because you're standing in the doorway, right? I uh, grab the orb of Venra, put it in whatever pocket pouch things that, you know, we Mm -hmm. may have. Because you just said it's a city next to him, right? Yeah. Is the book actually attached to him? It is not. It's just just down. It's sort of spine up. It has, like, little skulls engraved on the the spine in leather. Hmm. I grab that, and then I... uh, I can help you with this sword to try to... Not yeah, how? this body as much as possible. How are we going to do this, though, I wonder? Very carefully, I guess. I'd been reading that uh, the Pyrian pamphlet or whatever. Is there a prayer of rest or anything? Yeah. So I would say that over mm-hmm. over his body, and then I would... Before we get the sword? Before we get the sword. Oh, okay. May you rise again from the fire. Yeah. And then uh, Luke, I would... Luke, Luke take... hears him say that and repeats it. Okay. And then I gently try to remove the sword, you know, like if I have mm-hmm. to, like, kind of move the hands. If yeah, sure. It's kind of possible. Sure you feel pretty good possible. about it. You know, it's it's, okay. it's a skeleton, so it's mm-hmm. it kind of creeps you out a little bit. And it kind of, you're afraid that you're going to break something, um, but you, you do get that out of there. And then I take 
the key, apparently, and put it back so he still has a blade with him. Oh, no, okay. I take that back. I put the lucite. I take that lucite piece of junk and put it back. I've hated that sword forever. Okay. <laughs> Give it to him because it's at least magical. Okay. And then... Let me okay. seal up Slide the sarcophagi again. Yeah, they're still standing up. there and they haven't moved. Lucan gets down on one knee and starts praying for a bit. Gets his prayer beads out. And then uh, I go to Bernie Thank you. You have a destiny to fulfill and that sword will help. Nice. Yeah. They basically say the knights will stand again and they all put their hands up to, up to their chest in a salute. It's like they all say it together. They're not really talking to you at that point. And they sort of, all of them disappear except for Variamus. Give him the same salute that they, they did. Who can't stand focused and praying at the moment. He says it will, it will be a symbol of your path and disappears. I walk out of the tomb. Pull the Orb of Enra out and toss it rather casually to... <laughs> Everybody sees this swirly ball of, uh, you know, it's kind of like a crystal ball full of light. Is Detect Magic still running or is that faded? That's just a time. time uh, uh, ten, ten minutes? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's probably still running. Okay. Does anything that just came out of that... All the three things they grabbed. All three all, all, can pop all below, up? Yeah. Okay. All right, put the uh, orb in the bag. I don't know if this will be useful to you. I hand him the book. Well, it seemed important. Like the book, do I recognize anything on the... It's a spell book. Is it a straight-up spell book? And it's, it does have some damage on some pages. You're not sure exactly why. Like, it almost looks like they lit on fire, but, like, it didn't hurt the rest of the pages. Okay. Like, so. a specific spell, like, possibly. Maybe, yeah. Was like, getting... some got burnt. But there's definitely spells that you could learn from this book or transcribe or whatever. Lucan gets on praying and walks out and does kind of like a sign of the sword at the entryway there and says, should we seal this up? Can we? Yeah, we just I, shut uh, the door. Well, after he shuts the door, I take the key mm-hmm. and um, do the, the blood and the thing. Does it lock it? You kind of twist it a little bit and it seems to go and it pops. Something locks. Cool. Great. Well, I imagine we got what everybody needed out of there, but... Uh, All I heard was search. a bunch of stuff I couldn't understand. You guys came out with a bunch of new stuff, so it leads me to want to know what did you agree to do to get this stuff? Nothing. The thing I've always said I've been doing. Right, so we're not going to have any other magical or random stuff that we just apparently agreed they, to. They pretty much said that Merck could have the stuff if he uses it for good, and Merck agreed that he's going to use it for good. The fight against the darkness. Which is uh, honestly really neat. And he puts his hand on the back, pats you a bit, smiling at you, Merc. And then he says, Rila, you got the orb. I do. What is oh. that for? What does it do? It's going to come in handy in a little bit. It's going to let me uh, see things and people. Oh, wow. I uh, take the actual Destiny sword and swing it around a little bit. Hey, Merc. Why don't we behead these things around here, honestly? <laughs> Lucan starts chopping the heads off of these orcs that are around. <laughs> Not the caster. Not yeah, the caster. Sure. It's possible it I start uh, casting Identify. Okay. I'm just going to... So we're going to kind of sit in that room and wait for yeah. the orc to wake up? We could probably short rest if people needed it for anything while we're doing all these spells. How long is short rest? Yeah, why not? An hour. He's got hour. ten minutes per Identify plus questioning this dude. 
and we're hacking up other stuff. And yeah. yeah. If you want to rest and he starts to come do, just give him another smack. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Who does the chief talk to? Okay. Where is the chief? Mm-hmm. See if he knows anything about Nock. Which one's Merc? Now i got to remember the chief's name again. <laughs> uh, it's Adgood. 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 Yep. And then is what he, does he... Are they responsible for the undead? Right. And what does he know about the Nock tattoo on the other guy's chest? Sure. Actually, Hulk, why don't you talk to him? He might be more responsive I'm not to you. To this thing. I'll talk to him. Anybody that can speak Orcish should definitely speak with him. Why? Why won't you talk to him? He's a beast. He's not intelligent. Slightly better than an animal. Hmm. All right. All right. Well, let's wake him up. Have a conversation. I give him a, a love tap on the cheek. You know, the the right. You know, the right. And then you hit him on the backhand with the other side. Okay. I'm assuming we got this guy tied up, right? I would think so. We can tie him Nobody up. Nobody said so, Roy. Your initiative. Roy, right, We can we can tie him up and we can put a bag over his head. Yeah, I ain't scared. All right, he comes to again and kind of closes his eyes, squints like he's gonna get hit. <laughs> not yet. In Orkish, I say not yet. Fun little thing. What were you guys trying to do down here? Kind of gives everybody looks around at everybody. Because I got in that room over there. I just want you to know. I did that without your help. Hey, so who is this Adgoo guy? Adgood guy. Where is he? Adgood. Yeah, the chief. Adgood is our leader. Great. Where is he? You'll never get to Adgood. Okay, that's exciting. Where is he? He's at our home. In the Green Mountains? The mountains to the west. North. North. Near the dwarves? Yes. Okay. Sent here to find new ways to breach the dwarves' walls. But the warrior Merc got distracted by this tomb. Lucan's gonna interpret things to uh, Zan as this is going on. So she'll be kind of standing by listening and looking at this dude. Which one was the warrior Merc? He kind of looks around and it's almost like he can't tell because there's all these bodies laying around and he sees the shield and he says, that one. The one with the, with the man weapon. Oh, he was the only one of you that seemed proficient in anything. He said he'd had a vision. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Ask if he knows a vision from whom. Yes, uh, do you, do you, uh, which, he from said, whom? He said from Lord Zotom, but I suspected he was lying. Zotom? Religion check. Okay. Adam Sandler's movie. <laughs> Zohan. Zohan. Don't mess with the Zohan. 13. You don't remember, but... I do. I remember what it is. It's that thing that Darwin had. That red hand. He had that symbol. I showed it to him. He asked us what it was, and we told him it was a mark of Zoltan. It's an orcish god. He says the god of war. And it's on his tabard. She'll point down to it. I just remembered off the top of my head. <laughs> what is the fire witch talking about? Uh, your false idol. Zoltan is not a false idol. Zoltan's religion. That'll get us far. I'm the one that got in that room. I had the vision. I got in there. So Zoltan is going to be a little sad work for a while. What did Adgood send you here for before Merc got distracted? I told you to look for ways to breach the wall. There's supposed to be a library here. And where is the library? Or where do you think it is? Down one of these tunnels. Sweet. Ask him how many groups there are. How many more orcs are there? There are more outside. You mean the ones on the beach? <laughs> yes. We've met them. The Fire Witch did a number on them, too. Kind of looks at Zan and 
and then he translates, and then she goes, oh, looking. <laughs> <laughs> He's showing his teeth. So, uh, I can see that you have some sort of magic ability. Also, what happened to your nose? What do you think happened? It was bitten off in battle. Well, I don't want to see the other guy, I guess. Ask him if he was the one raising the orc undead to send into the city. Yeah, are you the one raising all this undead? He says I've raised a, a few dead, but the land is doing that. Claims the land's doing it? Any ideas? Curse or unhallowed land will do it. Pointing at the body that has the knock tattoo on a chest. What do you know about this symbol? Let him get, look a little closer, right? Because it's, a, you know, Ebert probably can't really see from exactly where you have him. And remember that shield was kind of laying there too. Because it's the same body, right? It's the body that you pointed out to him. And he says, huh. Doesn't look like you followed Zoltan either. Well, as I suspected, we thought we had cleared ourselves of knockers. Knockers? Doesn't translate well. <laughs> Apparently you missed one. Here's the deal. Which tunnel was it again? Was it that one over there? Yeah, you pointed the right at the one he and he indicates yes. Is there any surprises? Have you been down that tunnel? We've been down, we've never been into what we believe is the library. What stopped you from getting in there? You notice, by the way, when he says library, he says it in common because he doesn't know the word for the, the orc word for <laughs> library. Probably not. Do I know the orc word for library? Let's just say there isn't one, right? Like, so he he, he basically it's like an a, a acquired word from common bookheap kindling. <laughs> what stopped you from getting in the library? There's something living in there. Like what? A monster? We're not sure, but we're waiting to maybe get a few more people before we found out. Plus, Merc, as I said, kept having people collect swords for him in hopes of getting into this tomb. Point to the key. I said, this is the sword he was looking for, and it's the one I defeated you with. And look at the group. In common, do we need anything else from him? Lucan shakes his head no. Pull the dagger out and just ram it into like one of his eyes to try to take him out. Okay. Kind of snarls and ugh, drops to the ground with his blood. Lucan will behead him afterwards. Seemed a little excessive, but okay. I'm not leaving that one behind us if he can raise the dead. I agree. Right. So the library's down here? Just kind of like point towards the tunnel that he was pointing at? That's what he said. And something's living in it? Yeah. I hope it's a dragon. <laughs> I hope not. I'm gonna guess living might be a loose term. If we get within a certain distance, I could at least sense if it's undead or a fiend or celestial, you know? Maybe he meant the word resides. Right. Is, it, is everyone feeling capable of attempting to clear this library? I could use some rest. Like how much? I just need to gain a few spells back. Zan, I think like, this ring would suit you better than myself. This ring? Take it. Hmm. It's early in the day still, and I don't know if that one orc has other friends. By the sounds of it, he might not because of what this guy was saying, but... Yeah, it sounded like they came from a pretty good distance again. Yeah. I think the uh, undead are due to Nock's resurg recent resurgence. Possibly. I don't know if there's a source for it other than this guy, and she'll kind of point to the... And if we sit here and wait around, I mean, who knows, that thing could be coming out of the tunnel. Or if we wait around here till dark, who knows what this place is like in the dark. I don't need more than an hour. I just... Oh, okay. Yeah, how long have we okay. been here? Not very long, right? On the shores? 
maybe at this point an hour and a half, maybe. You know what I mean? Like with a mm-hmm. little bit of scouting there and going through some tunnels. But after I figure out what Destiny does, I will take the, the blade, hold it out, and take my offhand and run the arm, my arm down the side of it, and do the mandatory damage to myself. Okay. Defeat it. All right. So you see that he slides his hand across the blade, bloodies himself a little well, bit. What, what are you doing? So kind of like. Yeah, no, I use like the back of my arm. The pummel, the gem on the pummel, which which did look black, actually glows of orange. Well, not glows, but it just it changes into a, a bright orange color, almost a red. And along the sides of the blade, it has even not where just where he cut, but all around the edges of the blade, it has all, kind of like a pink stain, like blood Jeez. stain. The sword drinks blood. Yeah, the blood of your enemies or the blood of yourself. Whatever it takes. You're kidding me. It's an Eldritch Knight weapon that... Wow. In case any of you wow. were curious about what happened in the White Rock to me, you basically heard it. And she'll kind of point toward what Merc was doing into the room. Wow. So a bunch of stuff oh. I still can't understand. Really? <laughs> I told you. But if anyone else was curious, it was a number of things telling me to push forward. All right, so we're going to take the short rest. She's going to take that ring and put it on her sword. Okay. So you tune that, and it basically creates this little halo that hovers around the pummel of her sword. Everybody sees that suddenly she's got this little shimmering halo around the pummel of her sword. Sam, that is amazing. It's a, it's a Lucite artifact from the height of the Pyrian Wars. Wow. Do you know what it does yet? I think it's going to make my spellcasting more accurate. Oh, wow. <laughs> Like you really needed that, huh? <laughs> well, it's nice to aim something other than a fireball. Oh, I think uh, you and Relap did a good job with those fireballs today, so that was <laughs> that was pretty great. She'll kind of bow to Relap. Let's use these new weapons to murder the monster in the library! <laughs> I feel a Goosebumps episode right around the corner. Okay. What could go wrong? <laughs> I just want to read! And Destiny's plus two. Wow. Okay. Nice. Oh, man. And it's going to do some beef damage. Heals you when you kill people? No. Oh, okay. He, he, it needs blood to be charged. Charged up like and it, it does things. It, yeah. like, asks. Okay. It, like, yeah. I thought it was, like, a life drinker thing, and I was like, Jesus. Well, you know, like, his destiny is... <laughs> he will never die. His murder is, uh... <laughs> well, it, it takes a toll, right? Right. All right. Are we ready? That was one fine rest. <laughs> <laughs> Good old D and D. We gotta get going. Hold on. Hang on. Wait. Hold on. Now we're going. I need we a need nap. Sit. <laughs> so you go down the tunnel and it goes for quite a ways. And you you remember had the impression that you had sort of a triangle here, mm-hmm. right? And it makes a lot of sense, right? The two tunnels that went off, you go off in one direction, and the other one had clearly gone the opposite direction. And when you get towards the end of it, you find another room. So it's like this. It must be a a trio, and there's another door, and this one on the outside says Arsenaeum. It's been actually like scratched at, like it's it's somebody damaged the sign, but you can still make out it, it was dug deep enough originally into the stone that it says Arsenaeum. Can I roll a religion check to see if I know sure. what that is? Sixteen. Well, you know that the the goddess of science that had been part of Tenebris was named Arsa. And so you wonder if it has something to do with that. Is the door, is there like a closed door to the library? Yeah, it looks a little bit like the like the other one that you saw the, to the tomb, except that there's no 
little puzzle next to it. It's just <laughs> so um, jamming my sword and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's you know it is locked with a, what looks to be like a conventional lock. And there's also a couple of boards, which is weird because you haven't seen any wood here really anywhere. And there's a couple of long, heavy sort of beams that have been placed on the outside of it. Like Maybe keeping something keeping inside. Possibly, yes. <laughs> Does it look like recent construction, the beams? It looks like they've been there a long time. Oh, okay. Weird. Yeah, so they, they don't look like they're freshly hewn or anything. Are the beams, like, nailed in? Am I understanding? No, they're they're just, there's basically some brackets that have been screwed in. Okay. Sort of the, Helm's Deep sort of thing? It may, maybe it's more recent. Who knows, right? But mm-hmm. it, you don't get the impression that the, that the beams are, are super new. I want to um, listen and see if I can hear anything on the other side of the door. Okay. A four. You don't hear anything. <laughs> what? <laughs> Something tells me this isn't going to be just a conventional lock. It might be unlocked at the moment. Can we get these big beams down quietly? Unless there's another way of getting in here, there should be a... If this is a triangle, won't there be another way of coming in here? A different entrance? If there's another tunnel that comes from the other side? Is it like a there's point? A, like we're at a point? When you get there, there's another tunnel like that leads into this area, too. Okay. So, oh, uh, gotcha. Like it doesn't go into the library. It goes oh. into this anti-chamber. It goes into this anti-chamber. There's a okay. with little circles around yep. it. I see. Okay. There also is another statue that's been broken off. There's just feet. Okay. Hmm. I was thinking of it being the point of the triangle, not the... Gotcha. Okay. Right. Understood. I'm going to look around like the edge of the door just to see if maybe there's like some catch or something. Okay. Where are you perceptive? Perception or investigation? Yeah, sorry, investigation. Eleven. You want to roll roll with advantage? Roll with advantage since there's probably other people that are also looking. Nope. (laughs) Looks safe. Let's get these uh, beams out of the way. I don't think there's a quiet way to do this. Would you be okay if it's still having that orc shovel that Hulk stole earlier? If not, I'll go back and get it. I don't. I mean, who who do you hand it to? Me. Would you? I mean, you're not. Like you're used to having stuff on you. I can see you just sticking it on your back. You know, <laughs> another holster, like everything else. Shink, <laughs> shink. Just yeah. put it in a strap. We're gonna pull it out and see if I can use it to like leverage between the beams and see if I can. Okay. Use that to like try to pull them off. All right. Everybody, is, is everybody gonna like pull at it, or are we kind of doing yeah. it as a group thing? Yeah. Is there enough room for all of us to? Pull? There, there would be. Yeah, it's a pretty big door. Okay. Um, with Lucian's guidance. Okay. Lucan's guidance. Uh, too late. Already got so you're on your athletics, is that right? <laughs> 19. It's that guy's fault. Alright. Um, not bad. <laughs> everybody make a dex check. Oh, fun. Wee! Taking a face oh, baby. full of poison. Just dex check or save? I'm sorry, save. Save, okay. I always say check. Save. Nat 20, baby. Wow. 17. 7. 10. 12. Alright, two that got out of the way were the... Were Holg and Lucan. Basically what happens is this this whole thing you were looking at was a trap. And so both beams actually shoot the kind of kind of flip out like they've got hinges and springs. Mm. And they just come out to like smack you, right? Yeah. And, and each they come in diff- different directions. So basically those of you that get smacked, you kind of it's like one part of you gets hit, the other part and so it sort of flips you around. Gotcha. And suddenly everybody's sort of thrown out of the way. Two of them jump out of the way, but then everybody else takes a hit. 13 points of damage, bludgeoning damage. However, though, once that happens, it's it's sprung. It's just sort of hanging open. Yeah. It gets up off the ground, kind of like 
It's kind of odd. It's almost like gnomish in, in yeah. its design. It seems kind of like Free-loaded extreme. trap of some sort, yeah. What? Do we see anything in the doorway right away or anything like that? Nope, it just it just okay. sprung and smacked everybody. Is or... everybody okay here? Take as many potions as you need. You need to be fully ready to go. I have one more potion left. Keep it for an emergency. You're taking one, Zan? Yeah, I'll drink, I'll drink one. Hold, here, take this, please. I'm good. That was a good trap. Judique, I'm going to have to check that out. I'm going to second wind, so I'm going to have that burned. I just got some new ideas for how to mess with you. <laughs> Dang it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Well, we should expect some more clockwork shenanigans like this, I assume. Especially from the goddess of science. Well, now we got to go fight the library monster. It might be a librarian. No, okay. Library barbarian. Yeah, just Barb- keep going. Barb librarian. <laughs> just keep digging your way out of the hole. Oh, just gotta open the door to get away from the joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Let's continue. It's still locked. I mean, this the oh. trap got still locked. All right. Let's so see what I can do here. Lucian's guidance. Shut up. Lucan's guidance. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll never not say that. Come uh. on. <laughs> Taking away my joy. That really jinx you every time. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, dang it. <laughs> my bonus will be 20. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he kind of messes with it for a minute, and he's like, wow, this is a pretty serious lock. And then, pop. I start to crack the door, and then I'm going to push Luke in through. <laughs> <laughs> Can I make a dex check? Yeah. Or ac- acrobatics? Uh, yeah, yep. <laughs> Trying to grapple, sort of. 10. What do you want me to roll? Um, <laughs> That's a really bad roll. athletics, right? If you're trying sure. to grapple. Dang it. Thirteen. Dang it! <laughs> With his own dice, yet again. Yep. All right, you jerk. <laughs> so the door opens. Lucan, you kind of move. You're, you're still lit. Your sword's still mm-hmm. lit, right? Yep. Move into the room, and you immediately see that there are bodies all over this place. They're oh, charred. Like char- this whole place is ashy. It smells of chemicals. It's unhealthy when you walk in, just like, oh my gosh, what's happening? And you see all these bodies piled up along the side of the door, almost like charred up. Like you get the you get the impression that at one point there were people trying to claw their way out of Yikes. this place and being burned alive. Um, sixty foot radius, uh, divine sense. Do I sense anything? You do not. No, you don't. You don't sense that. It's a dragon. I know. You may have jinxed us here, Merc. All right, we cert. Um, I want to see if I can look, hear. Are anything. people entering with him? No. I rolled a 10 to see if I can... I'll follow behind him since I pushed him through. <laughs> Zan's like, I'm not following him. <laughs> These All people right. were trapped in here. What? All right. We start walking in. Okay. So it's just holding Lucan at this point? I guess. I'll go in too. Okay. I'll follow. All right. <laughs> These people died trying to get out of here. Being There's a trapped lot of in. dead people around here. <sighs> yes. Do we have a way of trying to wedge why. this open? Is there something we can put in the way to stop it from closing again? I have a shovel. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. Just jam it with dead bodies. <laughs> can we take the shovel and like jam it so the door stays open? You can try. Sure. You know, stick it in the door and shove it, doesn't it latch. Shove it in the hinge. Do what he right. says. Okay. Hope it holds. Kind of. Yeah. You know, kind of treat like treat it like a wedge. Yeah, it seems to keep it open, which is good too, because there's a little bit of air coming in. Like you're afraid yeah. that if you close that door, you wouldn't breathe. Yeah. Oh, you guys wouldn't. Mm. Step in. Actually, I'm comfortable. There's helmet. There's a burnt lab here, right? Like you can see, th- there were tables. There's remnants of glass. Everything's just charred. There was a definite fire in here, and it was apparently contained by the building itself. 
being sort of earthworks and underground. There is a little bit of a light, not not in like windows, but just a few little strands, little bars of light coming in here or there. It must be some sort of ventilation that they had built in. And so it apparently opens up somehow to the outside. And most of the furniture that was in here is, is sort of gone. There's a few things that you're not really sure what they were, sort of metallic contraptions that maybe have melted down in the heat. And out from behind one of them comes this big figure. And as he moves, it's like you hear this like sloshing sound. Ooh. And in the light, you can see that he's sort of, he's this sort of sickly green color. And your first impression that he is that he's a troll, but he's this like gigantic sort of bloated troll. And he says, you come to my home, you must leave. Is it initiative? <laughs> What's he saying that in? Lingual or common? I, I, I just came to check out a book. Can I check the book out first? <laughs> yeah, he says it in common. Okay. Yeah. I was curious if everybody yep. heard. Is it, it's a hum, like a big old humanoid trollish. You think it's a it's a troll, but it doesn't look like the trolls you've seen before. This thing's weird and big, and it just like that smell. It might be coming off of him. That sort of chemical smell. We need your knowledge. You have acid. He smells, sniffs, and looks at Relop. You have acid. I do have acid. Roll your initiative. Oh, but I'm just like, oh, fellow scientist. Let's <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, go. It's like right. murder time. Okay, great. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have acid? Great. Let's fight. We just talked our way through the last one. Yeah, I figured we didn't talk our way through. Oh, I guess we did. The, A little bit. Eldritch Knights? Yeah, I guess. How big is this guy? He is probably eight feet tall. Okay. Well, what do you want to do? This thing, it's its lunging, and it specifically looks like it's going for relap. Okay. Really wish somebody went ahead of me, you know. <laughs> uh, kind of wedge myself between him and Relop, and I'll hold my attack until he's within range, and I can assist Luke and her Merc. Okay. I could get an Amelia. You don't know. <laughs> Luke and her Merc. <laughs> That's never gonna. Happen. I don't want to die. Zen, you're up. So you're kind of waiting, waiting for that. As soon as he gets within range of melee, you'll stab him. Okay, Zan is going to do that familiar Beacon of Hope spell, where she glows with radiant energy for healing magics. Uh, Everybody within 30 feet of her will gain advantage on wisdom saves and death saving throws and will gain maximum hit points from any of her healing. That is a main action and then, so that will be it. So she will kind of step to the side of the doorway and away from everyone else and get a distance and let everybody else run through. Okay. Uh, But she'll have the healing aura up and make sure she's staying within 30 feet of this big guy and all of her friends. Okay. Everybody gets plus three to their saving throws within 10 feet of me too. I keep forgetting about that. (laughs) I know. I'm sorry. Okay, so I'll be 20 feet away from him and 10 feet away from where... Luke will be. Okay. I'll take saving throws that would have saved us a little damage. Five hundred dollars. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember this stuff. Well, go go ahead and do your action because it is okay. lunging. It's it's within range of your stabby stab at this point. It's right on you and, and Relop. Relop. All right, uh, that'll be AC twenty six. That hits. <laughs> That's All Thomas right. Dice over there. That's a, little, That's a lot of ones. That's rough. Jeez. <laughs> 16 damage. So when you cut into him, this chemical acidic stuff sort of comes out of his wound, and both Relop and Hole are going to take a little bit of poison damage. Uh, Just three points of poison damage. 
So that was uh, it, it splashes on you and then it is going to attack at Relop. Basically it's gonna bite and swing. And when this happens too, oh, it really looks like a troll. Like when it, once it bears its teeth, you're like, oh yeah, this is this seems like a troll because you've seen this before. Huh. But it's there's something wrong with this troll. It's smart and talking. <laughs> gassy. And gassy. <laughs> So relap it when it swings, it's uh, it actually its hands both claw at you, but you you're, you you kind of get out of the way. It does get into a, a mouth attack and you know b- bites down. It's gonna get you for six points of piercing damage and eight points of poison damage, and you are poisoned until the start of the next. Basically, when he goes again, Re- relap it's your turn. I would like to. Pull a caterpillar out and make him make a wisdom saving throw. Fifteen. Okay. Will it work? No. Come on. Was <laughs> polymorph? Yep. But it's nice to have the spell. It is. I roll a fourteen. Awesome. What's he turning into? <laughs> what? A very tiny caterpillar. Okay. And then I say, I've got this. <laughs> and then he pukes a little bit because yeah, he's I'm so right. he's poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> How long does that last? Is it last for an hour? Hour, wow! All so right. we just turned a boss into a freaking animal. Mm-hmm. He's tried it twice already. And it I know it's never worked. Are we still currently in combat? Or no, I don't think so. All right, caterpillar. Gonna, so unless anybody wants to attack it? the caterpillar. No, 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 why, no, no, dude? Exactly. Just allow. Just give me a couple of minutes here. I can explain. I can, to, explain to him why, because he'll do it. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> go ahead and pick up the caterpillar. This is the bad guy, so I'm going to put him in the uh, little box that I made with oh, okay. the uh, vile acid that he's so keen on. All right. What else are we going to do today? <laughs> <laughs> Find a book on cryptography. Okay. Apparently quickly. Are we doing any other dramatic... Are we done for the day? Is that? I don't think there was anything I mean, else in Meridor we needed to do other than yeah, report I mean, back with what we found out and gain these items we've gained. Okay. Um, All right. Let's take this fight outside real quick. You want you okay. want to fight him elsewhere? Yeah. And then I'd come, like to do this outside. If and then come back here. Yeah, we we'll just kind of go out the way that we came in. Uh, all right. Cool. Okay. All sure. right. <laughs> run back out the <laughs> run back out the tunnel. Okay. All right. So is that everybody leaving? <laughs> I guess. Uh, I'm yeah. Gonna, just, I'll follow Relapse. Yeah. Follow me real yeah. quick. Figure out what he's doing. I think the you still have to deal with it though, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, like do it? we though? Are we really gonna <laughs> I don't need get to? It. Why, why can't we just squish it? All right, I run up the I run out the tunnel. I'll be I'll be back in a little bit. Oh, we all need I to cast together. a dimension door, five hundred feet in the air, and I drop the box, <laughs> cast feather fall on myself, and drop the spell. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> So you have the box in your hand, you teleport 500 feet into the air. It's a concentration it spell, right? Yeah. So you drop yeah. concentration on it. So Burn an ogre room. in a box with a vial of acid and dropping from 500 feet. Dropping from 500 feet is mm-hmm. not good. That's 50d6, right? Yeah. No, it's it's only it's only 20. But it never goes higher than a certain amount. Right? Right. There's like a max, there's a terminal Actually, velocity. Actually, no, I, I take, I, hold on, I don't drop Polymorph. I cast Featherfall on myself. You just can, on the off chance that he casts Featherfall as well. If you don't drop it, though, he's just going to splat as a, as a caterpillar. And then, and then overflow goes. into however much. So he's going to take a point from oh, like you're trying being to a sure caterpillar. Damage. Yeah. But I don't want to give dude. him... <laughs> Alright, <laughs> rolling 20d6 damage. 
Plus, he takes acid damage, so he can't race. He does. He does take a <laughs> modicum of acid damage. If I start seeing him fall, just do that, like scorching. Huh. Right. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> it's functional. It works. <laughs> oh man. Okay. This is the type of stuff I almost wish I could become a bard to tell this story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, changing, I'm changing classes tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weird that they gave that gave this one the, like, if he takes acid damage, he won't regenerate when he's all made of acid. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, weird. It's weird. Fights. He won't regenerate if he takes acid right, damage? Right. Right. I don't know that, but... Well, no, I don't, yeah, but it's, it's pretty funny that he got a vial of acid in there. Well, he was so mad about the acid, so it was for a reason. I just guess. needed enough damage to do a point of damage. So, was, so you wanted the vial to break the, the damage to pop out of the morph, and then the damage from the fall. I thought you were doing it because you were like, oh, this guy mentioned acid, maybe that's what oh, he didn't realize. Yeah, I guess I took it as the, oh, he hates whatever you have, and he smells acid on you, because that's the one thing that can hurt him, and... It's not horrible, but... Yeah. Everybody's standing up there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, ready to jump, whatever. So Relot picks you outside. Everybody sees this box drop. Hopefully nobody's standing underneath it. Hits the ground. The box bounces a couple times. Changes a little bit of shape from the drop. And he sort of bursts, the librarian, we'll call him, sort of bursts out of it, completely just spraying acid everywhere out of itself and it's standing there it's all like partially deflated it's it's like it's got saggy skin all over the place and it just screams out it's still got some life in it but it is horrifying as it stands there <laughs> and like you know yells out at you lucan it's yeah. your turn yeah let's just keep the issue <laughs> all right no lucan <laughs> Throws up Lucan's, a little in his mouth. <laughs> you guys see Lucan's sword is lit, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden fire shows up on his sword because he's using Searing Smite, ah, and he's going to stab it. That's kind of a first. I'm gonna, st- and it looks like I can combine Searing Smite with Divine Smite. Yeah, Divine Smite yeah, just says you just stack add them. damage. And do you want it to look like like uh, Zan's the white fire, Lucian's? Fire? Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, just throwing it out there. Yeah, yeah, for flavor. So first time, fiery sword. Whew. White flame. I'm excited. Oh, and is he a fiend or not? Like, no, because I get extra damage. Okay, nope. nope. So, and really, that's weird. Oh, that's weird. Okay, weird he's, troll. he's a troll. Something weird happened to him. All right, he says, "May Lucian's light keep you down." That's a good roll. Twenty-seven. It's <laughs> twenty-nine points of damage. Three of that was fire damage, and then it's then uh, he's on fire, and we'll have to make a con check. Or he'll keep taking a D6 point of damage. All right, so it sort of screams out, and it's just, it's horrifying what this looks like. It's kind of like a a little bit like an old woman or something, like just, you know, like a hag, right? Like with all Mm. of the skin sort of hanging from it. And it was this big bulbous thing and and just sagging full of all this stuff. And now it's just everywhere around him. And Lucan runs up and takes this swing and just takes its head off with this white fire. (laughs) And it spins around and hits hits the ground. And you do take a little bit of acid damage. Okay. Splashback. Kind of thing. Uh, Six points of poison damage. All right. Searing into you. All right, so a little field trip. <laughs> uh, we got a uh, same, same uh, fight, different location. Okay, Relam, you feeling okay? <laughs> I could use some help. You could use some help. Yeah, I can't heal you, or I can't get rid of your poison right now. It um, was until until the, the the thing's next turn. So okay. I mean, if we're leaving, you're done being poisoned. It'll okay. be fine. 
Cool. So I'm okay, hitting fine. you for the acid that you took. Okay. So we'll do cure wounds. I mean, and you can you can save that, Zan. I'm sure? I'm okay. okay. I am a okay. Okay. Never mind. This guy could use a band aid though. All right. Oh, I'll cure here. I'll do this. All right. Relap, how come we didn't just squish him as a bug? Doesn't quite work that way. Oh, it doesn't? Oh, no. okay. You only do damage to whatever damage you do to the bug would kill the bug and then move it over to Gotcha. Take, get 13 back. Not as broken. Nice. Yep. As a thought. Yeah, you still have to deal with it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I guess we examine this body. I, You know what? We kind of need to burn this entire guy up. Do you have any more of that acid? I have a fire starter. Oh, fire, yes. Ding! Brand new. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no much fire starter to start lighting around. The yeah, I'll, I'll, like, I'll start uh, working on that. And I, I say I can meet up with you guys if you want to. Well, God, we really should well, stick your together. Sword should have ensured that it won't. I mean, it cut its head off, but wouldn't mind getting rid of this entire body. You know how trolls are. How yeah, long does that? So is it just one one, one strike and then it's gone? No, it lasts for a minute. I guess you just deep. hold the sword in it for a minute. You know, oh yeah, hold yeah, that's true. Kind of <laughs> okay, we'll do that. All right, the library. <sighs> I guess we need to go find a book. <laughs> so going back into the arsenaeum, you see that again. The whole place is just charred. Like at some point, this place burned, and you also get the impression from the bodies that that happened long, long ago. You don't think that this. Hmm. This troll did that. You think that the troll probably just found a place that seemed oh. like a good home. Mm-hmm. You know, it may, makes sense that trolls go to places where there's no combustibles. There's not, nothing to burn in here, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit of a safe safe haven for a troll to live. And so everybody's sort of looking around like, what do we do? We were looking for a book. Eventually, as people start looking and kind of rubbing some soot away from things, you do find that there are plaques along the wall that have kind of survived. And on those plaques, actually what's funny is the first one like Merc kind of rubs and there's there's kind of like an equation on it. And so he starts to see that like they've got all of these, almost set up like posters or something, but mm. there's these sort of, sort of long plaques. They're just big enough to where they're not gonna get into your bag. Right. Like they're gonna be like, like you're gonna, if you were to try to take one with you, you're gonna pull it off and like carry it out like a, like a table, if that makes mm. sense. How big are they in comparison to a piece of paper? They are probably about... How big, how big is the bag? It's probably about two feet across. Yeah, yeah, something like that. They're probably more like three feet across. <laughs> and they, they they probably go up, I mean, five, let's say three, three by four. Uh, that'd be okay. about maybe like what we're like looking a, at right like there. Like a poster? Sorry. The like camera. a movie poster. How many are there? There are a lot of them. Like you probably okay. wouldn't take all of them with you, but you right. could probably be a little choosy. Like are look they, the ones that say man. Are they like engraved? Yes. It's kind of like an, okay. uh, you know, when they use acid on metals mm-hmm. to oh, create as- etchings. etchings. Yeah. yeah like, kind of I like grab that. like some of like the charcoal. Yeah, and she's going to tear out paper from her yeah. journal. Grab one yeah, that's tiny compared to a yeah, like poster. Doesn't do much for you, right? Sure. Is there any of them that are actually what I'm looking for? Like I want to look at these. Sure. Yeah, sure. I think that's the thing. Okay. Do. Yeah, I mean, you spend a little bit of time. Nobody seems to come bother you. So you, if you spend some time looking through, you think there are probably about three of them that seem to have the mathematical equations or whatever they are like you don't really understand them yet you'd have to spend some time with them or maybe talk to somebody who knows a little bit more about that than you but you think there's about three of them that look really really good 
also while you're sort of looking around because I'm sure that yeah, that Relop is going right. to turn on the yeah, turn on the power. Detect the magic. He yeah. recognizes that a lot of these are actually formulas, and so you could actually take some and like use them as like like get them to a, a tinker or you know somebody who could right. or a oh, sort of I, wizard I, I or something too. that creates items. And there might be some items here that you could oh formulas for oh. I got a question for you. Are the equations? Is there like a lot of them on there, or they're just are they? Are, is it's, there, is it's it a small lot. writing There's, or is it big writing? It's it's small. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. okay. So okay. we're not gonna be able to dictate or uh, yeah. right. Yeah. You yeah. Can, you transcribe it. Transcribe yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think honestly, it'd be in our best interest to try and take all of these back to the library back yeah. over. Well, now that it's clear, they can send teams in here to remove more of them. That's true too. But we can take some now. Are they removable? Does it seem like as we can get them off the you wall? Pry them off. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know somebody, if they were like. I know we gave up the crowbar, but I think what, Lucan, you have, do you have a crowbar? Somebody has a yeah, crowbar, I have a crowbar. stuff, right? So we still have a shovel. Hey, uh, it's jammed in the door. <laughs> I can unjam it out of the door. I take off the three that look promising. But two people need to carry them. Not necessarily. Like I think you know, Merc and Lucan could easily walk around with one, or, and Hole probably could too. I mean, theoretically, everybody could walk with one, but it's it's not. Uh, we're not going like, to travel like. Yeah, I mean, you, you might want to get it to the boat or something. Oh, actually, yeah. Could we get? Could we make multiple yeah, trips to yeah. the boat? Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, then we're good. Yeah. Yeah, we we'll just get to the boat. Yeah. I'm sitting there thinking we got to walk back. Smack to a, no, we, yeah, <laughs> we smack a skeleton every once in a while. Right. You know, put yeah. it down and yeah, we can let's do, do that. I like your idea, Thomas, too, or Hulk getting back to the library. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think it should just also add to our reputation in the area. So. Nothing wrong with that. Is there any rhyme or reason as to which, other than the fact that you find these mathematical ones look good? Yeah, any of the particular formula look interesting? Can we tell what they are? Are they labeled um, anything? Not yeah, really. There's we just, just roles. There's see if we have any images. Right? Images, okay. Things, right, and, and, and I mean, there's images in addition to writings and ar- and arcane things. Relot can understand enough to recognize that it's there's some magical stuff happening in a lot of them. Okay, it's okay. technological, but it's also it's kind of right. like the broom. Right, like mm. there's things like that where it's it's a little weird mix of magic and technology. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. and you certainly don't know if you if everybody specifically could. You would be able to find somebody that would be able to do anything with it, but it's certainly good information. I think if you spend some time looking through, in addition to those three, you probably could. There's probably about nine others. You probably walk away with about a dozen of them. Mm-hmm. And okay. again, it would take a little while going back and forth. Sure. sure. Um, one of them pretty clearly has a crossbow on it. Huh. One of them has kind of a weird round cage. Another one has what look to be maybe bullets. Oh, um, they will definitely like that. One looks like a boat that maybe has, like, you can fold up. Huh. One looks like a sword that has some sort of, like, fuel source on it. <laughs> Another one, you're not really sure like what it is. Torch it, looks like some, it looks like something you'd put in somebody's <gasps> head with kind of scares you a little Into bit. someone's head? Yeah, like it looks as though it's being planted. Oh my gosh. Ugh. There's also one that has wings on it, like metallic looking wings. There's one that that looks like a cylinder with a knife that like that pops out of it. And then there's another one that you're, it looks like some sort of bracer, but you're not sure what the heck it is. But those those are the ones that sort of jump out as like it, it at least looks like something you might recognize or sort of, you know, mm-hmm. they're interesting so, to so people. We'll and they go, why don't we take this one? You know, we nab those you ones and go. So many. Yeah. Is there anything else we need to do in Meridor? Were those other locations something we want to check out? I'd like to check out the Tower of Venifer. All right. Anything in particular there? 
Well, if this is the goddess of science, <laughs> then there might be a similar store of knowledge for magic using. That's what I'm wondering about. Hmm. I'm willing to go. Or we can return these items and see if we can get backup from Fire's Heart to come here. But I, we can go now if you'd like. I think they're going to have the same problem they had before. Which is? They just don't have the manpower to come the... down here and protect the city. Yeah. All right. Low on personnel. I mean, even if it's just Max and a couple of people, that would work. But it's up to you. We can go now if you'd like. We just have a boat full of ancient lore and knowledge. <laughs> Yeah, we wouldn't want to fill the boat up. It's a low-riding boat. Uh-huh. Right? Like, <laughs> What's a couple more bucks? Let's go check out that. Yeah, I think yeah. I'd like to. If you go down the triangle, basically, to the, other, yeah, to the right, corner right. you have them into. By the way, you recognize, too, there doesn't seem to be... You, you have not seen any other way down here. Mm. Those orcs must have known what they were doing because the they dug into a spot. That, mm. And there's a, there's got to be a reason this is still sitting here, right? Like, the, the Pyrians have been here for years, and they've never found this place. They never took those out, you know. Mm-hmm. You get down to the other side, and again, there is a broken statue in the center, just like the other corners. This statue is broken a little bit higher, and it looks like robe, robes down at the bottom with the feet sticking out. And everybody kind of looks up at, you know, where the door has been for the rest of it. And there's, there's no door. It's just plain, or, you know, just a wall. Relop? Mm-hmm. You see a door. Thank you for listening to this episode of D4 on the Floor. Please check out our D4 on the Floor website at d4onthefloor.com. That's the letter D, the number four, onthefloor.com for more great gaming content. Spellcasters right on top, just yep. the way you always want. Exactly. Them. <laughs> <laughs> mm, no. I had named the characters, the, you know, the characters in this little group that you're running into, and then I had written it on the card, and then I was like, wait a minute, I can't do that, because I'd be like showing you the card. You know, oh, right. sure. like, you don't know their names, and so I like quick fixed it <laughs> before we started. Yeah, we're just going to John McLean it and like study them for a little while, write all their names on our arms, and then as we kill them, we'll just cross uh-huh. them off. We all yeah, just listen to the radio. Now I have his name is Klaus. <laughs> now I have a ballista too. <laughs> oh, okay. Hope there's more orc skin faces around here that Hulk can wear for Wait fun. Wait till we find that serotonin skin face. Oh no! <laughs> I never thought of that. <laughs> we were in you know human and serotonin lands, and that's where we found the orc skin mask. Now oh. that we're in orc lands, we're gonna find the serotonin human skin mask. <laughs> He had a, a, a really good view of that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, we had Bang and handsome. Yeah, yeah it's pretty yeah. good. So she had a vision of herself with the guy. Hmm. Yeah, and then into infinity. I think it was just the one. I don't think it was an infinity mirror thing. <laughs> yeah, it was an infinity bang just down the road. <laughs> Do not Google that. Infinity Should bang? No. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> Save search off. Uh, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Safe search on incognito mode on. <laughs> Clear my browser history. Engage incognito. <laughs> Deleting cookies. <laughs> All right, Google. Show me what you got. All right, Google. Let's do this. <laughs>